Alright, Stevie, just go ahead and start with your dumb little AI intro. Wow, this is an honor. This is a true honor. I know you want to. This was handcrafted by ChatGPT. Welcome to the Movie Club Podcast, hosted by Corey Miller and Stevie Nell. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the latest and greatest in the world of film, as well as delving into some of our all-time favorites. Join us as we share our thoughts, opinions, and debates on everything from blockbuster hits to independent games. Gems. Let's dive into this world of cinema together. That was a terrible intro. Yeah, but you gotta admit, just it, for saying, yeah, write, a, yeah. write an intro of a movie club podcast hosted by Corey Miller and Stevie Nell. Let's, you know what we should do? We should brainstorm a real intro right that's, now. That's a good point. It should be something, one of us should say a joke at the start of every week. Hmm. No, you don't like that. No, 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 I'm into it. I'm just trying to think of a joke. You mean like a new, a fresh joke every week? Yeah. Or we just start off by saying, welcome to the Movie Club Podcast. Hmm. Today hmm. is episode 84. <laughs> but it's so boring. Otherwise, I feel like we would have been doing that. Because we can't true. even do that. Like, we try to do that. and We can't do that. That's true. Sometimes we have really great, like, first, like, four minutes. Yeah. But then we forget completely that we'd never, like, introduced the podcast. And yeah. we've just been talking. And then it's, like, 45 minutes in the podcast. And we're like, oh, man. This is the Movie Club podcast, by the way. Hmm. I was just thinking. Remember when we were trying to make the theme song? And I think we were talking about, like, before you even made it. I think we were talking about, like. Or, no, maybe that was us talking about a new one. Yeah. Talking about flipping, like, the, like. Yeah. Like the little movie intros. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah. We got to get that going. Either that or it's got to be like movie club theaters. Movie club, movie club, movie club, movie club. Yeah. The real ones understand that. Movie club. Yeah. If you know, you know. Um, how you doing, Stevie? I'm doing good, doing good, chilling. It's been a little bit rainy yeah. out, but that's fine. Um, it's like the middle of Christmas season, but it doesn't feel like Christmas. I don't know. It doesn't feel like Christmas when it's cold and rainy outside to you? Yeah, I guess. I don't know why. Every time it's like dark at five, it like that's like Christmas to me. That yeah, is true. Or it's like winter. You know what I mean? Like, the, like that feels like winter in the Midwest. You know, when it's just dark and rainy outside and cold. I feel like this is the winter I go through where I'm in just denial about winter happening until it's over what you said this winter specifically yeah usually i'm just like hell yeah winter but i'm just like no this is not happening why do you think that is i don't know i'm just ready for it to be like light out again Hmm. i hate when it hits like five and i'm like all right time to like do things and it's you need to wake up earlier yeah i do (laughs) that's true i've been going to bed early and just waking up earlier waking up at like six o'clock I woke up at like four today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Got the. So are you like really sleepy right now? Yeah. I, it hit me like right before you got here. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm getting tired again. But <laughs> but now I'm back. Now he's back. Now I'm back. How are uh, you doing? Uh, Good. Good. Woke up early today. Yeah. Got me a shiny Charizard. Oh, yeah. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you already, did you already evolve it to a Charizard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know if you were going to keep it for baby team. No, no, no. No. I got enough baby team. Bad enough baby team. Got enough. Um, How was uh, Wet Leg this week? Wet Leg was amazing. It was so good. It was so good. Me and uh, Wendy, like, 
went there early, got front row, and then Ian managed to get up there too. That's crazy. It was dope. I didn't get a fucking press pass, so I got denied. But the film picture that I've seen looked cool. That one. Yeah, that's super sick. I shot 3D photos too, but they're all like underexposed. Really? Yeah. Like there, I might be able to pull out one or two, but that sucks. You could like fuck with them and make them abstract art. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely pull something from them. Dude, I saw on this is random, but somebody posted like a like I guess 3D printer instructions and essentially it uses like two different rolls of 35 millimeter film and it like makes a 3D printer like camera like a film camera uh, not video where it just like exposes those the whole time like two different rolls but it's kind of crazy I was like man I wish I had a 3D printer but I, I don't wait Wait, so it's just a 3D printer designed for a camera, but you can use two rolls to make video? Yeah, so essentially it's like a, you the instructions that you would put into your own 3D printer, and it 3D prints the camera. And the way the camera works is it like uses two different rolls of film at the same time. Uh, I guess like they're going back and forth. And you just kind of roll it or yeah, something? Yeah, I think, I think that's the case. Like you just roll it, and then it films. Insane. How long? Did it say how I long? Think, I think it's probably pretty short. Probably like 30 seconds. Probably, yeah. Maybe less. Yeah. Probably less. That's interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I wish I had a 3D printer now. Yeah. Now it makes me wonder what other just like little camera designs they have. Like you could probably. True. Well, I guess you need lenses and shit. Well, for some of it, but. I wonder if you could 3D print lenses. I have no idea. But if you just have like maybe like some spare lenses that you could just make a space for and add them yourself at the end find a broken contacts yeah but also use, like, like the quartz glass from one of those and you can make 3d imagine making a 3d camera with like some really nice lenses that's like what i'm that. saying because the, the 3d camera i have is just fucking plastic as hell yeah like everything about it is and film cameras like aren't too complicated like they just open up the exposure and close <coughs> it yeah i mean more or less and i'm sure you could just take somebody else's design Interesting. But anyways, was Wet Leg the show good? Yeah, the show was phenomenal. It was, you know me, I don't go to shows, like, especially as, like, a fan anymore. Like, yeah. there's, like, I can count on one hand how many people I want to see live. And Wet Leg was one of them, you know. Like, besides that, I want to see, like, Dominic Feige, 070, like, the Marias. Like. You've already seen Frank Ocean. Yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of people I would go see again, too. Like, there's a few people like Frank, but I, I have seen Frank once, so it's, like, kind of off my list. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Frank again. But, you know, like, there's not that many people I'd like to go see, you no, know. No, I get that. I mean, there's obviously, like you said, like, my short list of people that I would, like, love yeah. to see. Especially people that are, like, on the come up right now or, like, yeah, like that are a little smaller. Not smaller, but, you know, not stadium size. Yeah. But I have, like... Whenever I go to a show and I'm not fully into it, sometimes they like leave me like that was kind of like a waste of my time and money. Like it, I got it's a lot it was of energy for yeah. me. Like to be honest, like you know, I don't know. And I've just been to fucking a thousand shows. You yeah. know, like it's just and unless of course like they blow me away for some reason. Because yeah. sometimes some people are amazing live. Yeah. For like no reason. Well, I mean, for exactly. the reason that it's great to be amazing live. So there was an opener group, Faux Real, F A U X. And then real. Was that the pictures of the people in the pit? Yep. That's yeah. crazy. These two dudes, right? And they were crazy. They have like a whole dance routine for their entire set. They're fucking like sweating like two songs in because they're going crazy. Like 
they had a they had a crazy set. It was very entertaining, and it was dope because it was just them and then Wet Leg. So it was like just a thirty minute opener. Killed it. Thirty more minutes of sitting there, and then Wet Leg starts. And they only have one album out, right? They didn't play one song off their album, but then they replaced it with like a slow song that like the lead girl fucking killed it. It was just her and her guitar for like two and a half minutes. Like you would have loved that shit. I got some footage of it. I'll show you it later. But um, and then the whole band kicks in, and it's just like insane. They did so good. It, lo- it looked like a lot of like fun energy. Yeah, I mean every time I see like. TikToks are like, you know, like clips of their shows. Like, it looks so fun. Like, they make a festival show fun. And, like, it's pro- it's like hard to do festival shit. Like, yeah. unless you're like Travis Scott with like Flames or like, you know what I mean? Like, like a legacy artist who's like been known for a lot of time. Yeah, you know, like festival shows are often just kind of like, you know, you got like a hundred core fans there and then it's just like a dead crowd. Yeah. You know, but like the wet leg shows just seem so fun. Like, even as like massive festival shows like that like and that's sick because like their music is really fun like that's what draws me into their music is like how danceable and like i don't know kind of like a silly energy sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah silly in a good way yeah they're like a punk band you know what i mean they're like a punk band they're like a modern punk indie pop band kind of i don't know no definitely and was that at the pageant delmar hall delmar hall yeah even cooler yeah yeah. that's a cool venue i I probably would have been happy if it was a pageant well it's cooler to see small shit. But I just love the pageant so much. Pageant's sick. I, after going to that show, I'm like, I need to go to the pageant as a fan again. I haven't done that since I was in, like, high school. Like, like I literally got to shoot there for, like, four or five years. Like, whatever show, pretty much. And, like, so I would only be, you know, shooting it. And then I'd, like, half the time I'd leave halfway through the set. Yeah. I saw you at Brock Hampton. I remember that. Upper yeah. deck. Yeah, you know I can't I can't find those photos. I was trying to find those. Really? Yeah, I can't fi- I can't find them on my Dropbox. Oh, okay. That means they're in my massive drawer of film downstairs. Did you ever do like the CDs? Yeah, I have a massive drawer of film downstairs just full of CDs and yeah. negatives and it's full of like probably like 2000 Schiller orders. <laughs> Dude, I have a big bag like that too that I carry around. I don't get the prints anymore unless I really need them or want them. Um, but I, I try to get the negatives back as much as possible. Yeah. Except they're kind of, uh, they get rid of them. They have quicker now, which is, I get it. I understand. But sometimes I'm like, dang, I missed it by like, I mean, they gotta, they gotta have a lot of people developing film. Oh yeah. Think about all the people around here that develop film. Yeah. It's a and lot. Think about how much that's increased in the last five years. And like the yeah, because like they're one of the few places that actually will do it. So they're if you're the only new place that will do it late. Really? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Walgreens you can do it still, but you gotta have to have it sent off for like a week. Yeah, I know and people that will send it off to other like websites. Yeah. I just feel a little bit nervous to try that. Yeah. And I've heard good things about how those websites develop, but again, I just feel like a little nervous like sending it off. But that's just part of film, too. Like I would hate to lose a, f- a roll of film like that. Yeah. I mean, it happens. You lose film sometimes. Dude, I'm a little nervous. This last roll that I shot, um, I like was opening it to replace the film because it ran out, but I didn't realize that it hadn't rolled up all the film. Mm. So now I'm worried that it's all going to be because I opened it up to light. Oh, uh, well, h- are, were you in like broad daylight? No. I was in a room, but like there's a light right above me. 
you know, often, often I just open my camera. Or I used to just do to that mess a lot. it up. Yeah. Oh, nice. it, it's not gonna. It's not gonna fuck it up. Even if it was bad. like twice. It's not gonna fuck it up too bad. I mean, you may have fucked up like one shot. You know what I mean? But, but like, it could made it made it good. But the other two uh, surrounding it have some cool shit on them. You know, just some little light light burns. I'm cool with messed up film. Yeah. As long as it's not all going to be white. No, literally, I mean, if you ever, like, do, do that sometimes. Like, every once in a while. I mean, it, well, some cameras will automatically, like, load it forward. Yeah, my, my friend John, I guess, messed up. He got his camera wet when he's in Alaska. Yeah. Um, And Amazing. he opened it up a little bit. And, like, he was showing me some. And, like, progressively, they just started having more film burn and looking, like, super sick. Yeah. And, like vintage film burn of no. like mountains and ocean and i've done like, that these are like, like better than they would have turned out yeah i've done that for certain shoots where i'm like i just want this to be like a like every you know a lot of times i'll like do film and digital but the few times i've done like some film shoots i've done that where it's just halfway through it's just you know Dang. the real life up. pro tip yeah yeah and then sometimes like i'll like you know i've had like rolls of film when i'm sitting on them i like to put them like you know like in like I I like to like leave them in my car to get fucked up. You know what I mean? I think about heat and shit like that. And That's like, cool. I, I don't I know. I fuck with that. I I've thought about trying to experiment in that way. It's like yeah, like a heat lamp. You know what I mean? Like putting them there for like ten minutes and just seeing what that does. Like, but I'm with it. I think me and you both are from the same like film world too, where we're more into like the grainier, like kind of mess up ones. Not yeah, mess yeah, up, yeah. but like yeah, because yeah. there's some people who are like ultra protective of their film. They're yeah. like, it has to be like the crispest lens. Like we're gonna do f- like medium format. Yeah. Or like. Uh, that's cool too. That's cool too. That's cool too. But sometimes I appreciate film for being like the little errors that you didn't even see coming. Yeah. Yeah, I have, and, and it's my it's my famous. I don't want a text back cover photo, but I have a few photos from that, and it has like the craziest like rainbow. Like it almost looks like circles like burns in the actual film like it's perfect circle but then like the the border of it is like rainbowy color you know i don't know it's like the weirdest shit ever but it's amazing and i don't know how i've never seen any other film do that before that's so sick though dude i did a photo shoot the other day with this girl right i saw the picture they looked at fire yeah yeah so i well i posted the digital ones you saw that right but i sent it to her and she was like you don't need to edit your photos as much. <laughs> and she's like, can you send me the raws? And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh. But she, I guess, I kind of asked for that, too, originally. I, I didn't, you know, I know she said she wanted to edit them, but I kind of forgot. Um, and then I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then, you know, then I sent her the film, right? Because I got the film back. She was like, oh, my God, these are so amazing. And I'm like, I knew you'd like the film. Like, yeah. That's funny, though. That's like the one thing you don't say back to a photographer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was funny, so. I feel like at one point, Rob, shout out Rob, said that to you, too, at one point. But not like that. Damn, that's so sick. Yeah. I got interrupted by how sick this looks. Oh, and like the film, it really looks like it's burned. Yeah. It's like the weirdest. And it's like ripped. Yeah. And that that rainbow thing isn't r- the streaks aren't like dang. Now that I'm like looking at that picture more closely. Yeah. I'm like that picture's hard. And that's on the Fiji Natura shit that's like $60 a roll now. Like that's crazy. It's crazy how expensive film has gotten. 
Yeah. I still have a bunch of those rolls that remember I sent you that Target deal. And it, it's not the best deal, but it is a little slightly cheaper. Yeah. Um I know film's just going up so much. But now I'm going to hold on to them like people hold on to stocks and then I'll be rich. Damn. All right, you got me off music last week. I'm not doing it this week. this album right Stevie so you be playing this album right it's red leg if you gotta look dude I, I it's look. a no who is it who is it is it wet leg I can't believe you haven't heard this, Stevie. about to hit the whip. Hmm. Not too high. High. Ha, ha, ha. This is the best part of the show right here. No, yeah. no, no. All right, wait. There's this part. I definitely listen to this album more on the front side than the back side. She does this part on this song, right? Yeah. 
So she sets it up like, okay, I'm gonna do my biggest, loudest, longest scream. Okay, one, two, three, and then she does it right. But so in the show, she does it, and then the band just stops, right? And it's like, it's like two minutes of the whole crowd, and then the whole stage, and that's when I got that photo. Of her being like this. And she's running from side to side, screaming. And then just like, <gasps> you know, and then just like. Is everyone in the crowd screaming everybody too? Everybody was screaming. Damn. I, I got to have Wendy send me because she had footage of it all. Like she has footage of the setup and it's starting. And that was like one of the funnest moments of like any show ever. Like everyone just animal screaming for like two minutes straight. Damn. <laughs> That's wild as hell. Yeah. And no music's playing. And then they just like randomly like bring it back into the song and ah oh, phenomenal band. what was that first first song you played called um supermarket supermarket it's nice. the second to last song nice dude the second half is amazing like i know i need, I need to give it more love <coughs> whole album phenomenal i do wonder all right like not to not to be down do you have me. someone to butter your biscuits <laughs> it's, just, uh, uh, do you need someone to butter <laughs> right is your muffin buttered? Butter. Oh, yeah. Would you like some. us to assign someone to butter your muffin? That's right. Excuse that's right. me. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was dope part two of the show. I mean, but that's like their biggest song. Um, but I've been wondering. I'm like, man, like there is something beautiful. Like this, this perspective she wrote this album from, or they wrote this album from, is just like so interesting. Like. But also, I'm like, you know, this is, I don't know, it just, it makes me wonder, like, how, like, when people just get so big so quick, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think she's, like, I think she's such a good writer that I don't doubt she'll be able to write a bunch more good songs. But it's like, there is something about just, like, holy fuck, like, now your life's just, like, completely different. Like, how are you going to make another album like yeah. this when you've been living this whole new life, you know, like? Your perspective is and like keep it the same relatability. Yeah, not even this, not even necessarily about that, but it's just like, what are you gonna talk about now? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you've just been touring and fucking, that's it. Yeah, you I mean know? that reminds me of like Alanis Morissette. Like she was so young when she wrote those. Um, and I guess she kind of dipped out after a minute. Yeah, like not even about anything, but it's like, what do you do if you like like they got big and they've been touring ever since? Like they're doing nonstop like eight date tours, you know, or eight day opens with people or you get right about the rock life. Yeah. Kinda makes me think about like I don't know, someone like Drake who has not ever really stopped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but In he a at least different takes way. his moments, right? True. Like you know, he takes his breaks. He takes his you know there was a good break between albums there too. I mean COVID time and everything, you know, made everybody break, but like I could, I mean, like, and it might just mean that they take a minute on this next album. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, because they, well, basically they went, and there's like a, like a Spotify version of one of their songs on the album, but they were like talking about how this was the first time they got to be in the studio since their album released, and their albums, they're only, the only songs they have. Dang. You know, so, um, and they re-recorded a song off the album, so it's not like they were even making new shit necessarily. Right. Um. And they were just talking about how like how cool it was to redo that song with the new band because they now have like their official band. Yeah, their band backing them and and um, just the new vibe that they've created with them and shit. But like, yeah, it just makes me like wonder what the next one is gonna be because and it's just there are some shit like 
like 070 is one of those ones that her first album was so goddamn important to me and then it it was hard to live up to that yeah. and just because it's so good you know what i mean like i think some way like uh that reminds me of like a little bit of like lord in some ways yeah you know lord was so young when that first album came out yeah royals is fucking that's damn near that's like a, one of the perfect records like yeah. that's a perfect song like no definitely that whole <laughs> album was like how pop music sounded after that for a minute yeah and then I I feel like she she's definitely topped it off too, but I, there's that same pressure of like, yeah, how do you compete with like a perfect record that you already dropped? Yeah, it's tough. Like you know, it's it's a good, it's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, but at the same time, it's like yeah, just as a fan, it's like I just wanna, I just want everybody to, you know, always make classics. <laughs> always make know. classics. Don't feel pressure. Yeah. Don't be derivative of your own self. But look, I don't get how I just was thinking about this today. Kevin Kevin always does it at the perfect moment. He drops the perfect album at the perfect moment for me every time. That's crazy. The family. It's happened it happened with MTV nineteen eighty seven, one of my favorite albums ever. Happened with American Boyfriend. Happened with Arizona Baby. And it happened with the family. The family. Elton's looking for this cricket. Speaking of uh, following up first perfection with a sophomore thing, what do you think about the latest White Lotus development? Yeah, I'm glad because that was, that was going to be my starter for today. It was because we forgot about it last week. When you said you were like talking about rainbows on there, I was like, I almost said speaking of rainbows. What did you think about this new White Lotus episode? Why rainbows? Oh, just because I... the because of pride? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the gays that are trying to scam her. Yeah, the gay scammers. That was, that was, I think, I've changed what I think about that situation now. Wait, so, all right, there's something that Ian was dwelling on big time. You know when she picked up that photo for him? Mm-hmm. Is that Greg? That's Greg. He's the cowboy? Yeah. I t- to me, that just, like, you know, like, I, like obviously that photo is important, but I just, you know, I, I'm like, I don't think that's Greg. I think it's Greg. But but yeah, Ian was convinced it was Greg, and he said the internet said it was Greg. Yeah, and I think what their goal is is not to kill her, but to take a picture of her cheating on him, so that he can get out of the prenup and take as much money as he wants in the divorce. Something like that's, that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's the best theory, dude. I feel like uh, on. Th- branch of that a little bit i think the the quote-unquote nephew <laughs> the the nephew's performance in this last episode was like one of the better like drunk person just like revealing stuff while being drunk albie yeah what was he what was he doing what, when he was drunk he was like oh he's helped me out of a good spot you don't understand like he's been out of money but now he's about to come into money i just had to help him with this and i said i'd help him with anything he wanted oh not albie that the the nephew yeah the re- the quote unquote nephew dude that got dark dude yeah that got dark quick okay i didn't expect that scene from him at all no especially when he's like walking down just like singing his song it was songs. getting really scary with him too cuz he was just like not letting her like go back to the island more or less you know what i mean he's like no 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 let's get some more drinks yep you know like it's like they party late and i don't know he's just being weird yeah he was being so sketch the whole episode and then they f- like you know he's like oh no let's just get a room fuck them and 
even when like the episode started too, like you're right, he had that moment where he like the first thing you see in the episode is him boom, scaring scaring yeah. her outside of the, the thing. Yeah. Which yeah, like he a, was so sketch that episode. He was. And he got so wasted. I mean, like... I don't... Dude, I don't want her to die at all. I don't like, think she, she will. can't die. I don't think she will. But I think... I mean, like... I think she's the only person that could rescue him, her from this situation at this point. Wait, what? Would I think th- she's the only one that could help uh, Jennifer Coolidge out. Yeah. Not yeah. that Jennifer Coolidge can't help herself. I don't think Jennifer. Yeah, I mean she. I do hate the fact that 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 one thing's happened. You know the thing that happens. That remember. That I got you to start keeping track of. In TVs and movies and plays. A gun. Yeah. Who I had the gun? That gun? The gigolo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He does have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But if anything, I feel like coked up Jennifer Coolidge might be like pull it out and be like delete that footage or else I'm shooting but we'll see yeah wait cause was that wasn't dude like watching her hook up with dude or wasn't wasn't someone watching her hook up with dude like in the background maybe I think so I think they showed like a shadowy figure that might be that might be the case I think so yeah. I mean, dude, it's funny because I haven't even really been trying to guess anything. I've just been, like, blindly along for the ride this whole time. Do you also know how the, that episode started? What was it? Everyone, like, thinks that – I forgot what the bigger thing – oh, we, we you're, like, expecting them to, like, start on, like, the uncle and nephew thing. The, like, the fact that he's not – they're not uncle and nephew. So, like, you think they're at their house, but it really is showing uh, Audrey Plaza in his room – and it's the door, and it's closed. Like, that's the opening shot of that episode. Aubrey Plaza in whose room? The rich tech guy. The one that's, like, insecure, and, like, Audrey Plaza. Audrey Plaza's husband. Yeah. It starts out in their room, and it shows you that that brown door is like closed. Like the one that connects? Yes, is closed. That's how the episode starts. It starts in a close-up of that, and it pans out. So it, like, establishes that that door was closed that morning. Do you think she... No, I think she's fucking with him. Which is, like, just as, not just as bad, but, like, it's still shitty. Like, all right, where do you stand on him? I mean, I think he should have had the balls to never come on this vacation. Or just, like, I don't know. It seems like he's trying to prove something to this guy, so he came. And it just, like, opened up a door of flurries on their relationship. Yeah. Also, come on, like, how are you not into Aubrey Plaza? Yeah, well, so that's what I said. I was like, I was like, this dude's a fucking actor right here. Because how do you pretend you're not in fucking Aubrey Plaza? But, um, but like, where where do you stand on uh, what was he? I mean, he's in the wrong because he like he like it to me. It's a, it's a it's a very funny situation of like he didn't cheat, but he lied about potentially cheating. But, like, that was never really his goal. And it's like, all right, he is, like, he is, like, a good guy. But, like, he also, like, really, like, shot himself in the foot, more or less. Yeah. And then it's, like, causing, like, this fucking huge chain reaction with her. Yeah. And, like, I always feel like when you feel guilty enough to lie about, like, something that you had done. It's bad. It's bad. And, like, it's not only that he, it's not that he didn't lie about cheating. He lied about the parting with the girls. Yeah. 
and like that he, the other guy cheated. Yeah. Cuz like that's And and since he kind of got busted, he's also been like even like worse about it somehow, just being like what? You don't trust me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and it's just like what? Well, and like to be fair, Audrey Plaza kind of was a little snaky about the situation too in a way. Because, like, she grabbed the condom and didn't reveal what she knew until, like, it was the opportunity for her. I know, I know. I know. And she's kind of been, like... But that's that's also, like... That's, like, what what a girl's going to do, I feel like. You know what I mean? In that situation. You know? And give you the opportunity to say something. Like, are you sure nothing happened last night? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I I feel like the the one other... You know, like the douchey guy's wife, she's got that wild cardness to her too. Yeah, she. It's weird because like they're like they do shitty stuff to each other, but like they actually are like pretty genuinely loving to each other. Yeah. And we're like, you're like, ah, oh, well, like this is working better than their situ- other situation, like their friend situation. I know. Even whenever they're like talking about like you know, even when she kind of finds out that like okay, like you guys were with some chicks the other night like while we were off like dude do you think the uh one prostitute's pulling a scam uh, of course you think so yeah i think or she do you think she's to. in some shit no she's not in some shit no i don't know i can't tell i do like her i like her too i do really like her the other friend is really cool too the piano girl yeah like she had a great episode too yeah um with Isabella, is yeah, that the what the manager. Yeah, you kind of like. I was like, this is when the manager's finally <sighs> gonna crack. Like that was the one thing about White Lotus season one is like, the manager is such a good character that yeah. like, how can you how can you have this show again without this fucking eccentric ass character in it? You know that just does crazy shit somehow. And she's an interesting character too because she's like mean, yeah, and like good at her job. But, like, the reason she's mean is, like, unsuspecting. Yeah. In no a way. Everybody's story has been so fucking interesting and so, like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it because they're barely giving us anything. You and know, especially one, with her. Like The one receptionist, like, played it in the best humanly way possible you could play it, I feel like. Where she's like, of course I'll go out with you for your birthday. And she's so happy for her. Happy birthday. And then she's like, all right, I'm ready. But, by the way, just letting you know, like... Like, can Ro- Roko come back up here? Rocco come back up here? Because that is my fiance. And then... She didn't take that well. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she was, like, bringing that up because I think she understood that, like... Yeah, there might have been an interest there. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of... You're like, damn, I feel bad yeah, for her now. I know. <laughs> but then she got to hook up with the one girl. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I wonder if she's going to be, like, unleashed now. I want her to be... Piano like, girl? No. Oh, the manager could be like, I want to know how she changes through this. I feel like there's one outfit I've seen the actress in and screenshots we haven't seen yet. So. Well, and it also showed her at the beginning, which is technically the end. You know, yeah. she was talking about like, wait, there's more bodies or whatever, you know, like. Dang, that's cr- it's going to be crazy. I'm trying yeah, to think of what? who else there is. It Once again, this is the second to last episode and it left me being like, What's what going to happen? F- yeah, what the fuck? How can there be one more episode? Like, I feel like nothing. Where the fuck is Greg at? I think he's with the, he's just waiting to swoop in. He's with the scammers? He's with the scammers. He's in on the scam. 
Damn. She's gonna go live in this palooza with them. How do you know she like if if the goal was to get her to cheat? See, you know, I thought something was interesting. I was like, why is she cheating so quick? You know what I mean? I don't think she was that upset. Like, I know she's upset. I know she's kind of like, but I didn't know that was like. I think she's just coked up on top of her other drugs that she's already on. Yeah. But it was like, it was like planned for her to like hook up even before she started doing the coke and shit. Well, and like the, her and uh, the guy who owns that house on his boat, they had like talked about her relationship with Greg and like how she deserves better. And so like, I think he was like setting her up. And it like seems like a friendly gesture to do. Was anyone ever saying on season one or season two that Greg might be actually gay? No, I don't think so. So do you think he might have a relationship with this guy actually? Either that or a friendship. One of the two. Maybe a relationship. Because he said he was in love with him at least. One thing I was I was rewatching the first episode, and one thing that's weird that he does is he takes a shower before they have sex. Greg. Yeah. And, like, that makes me think that, like, maybe he was, like, hooking up with somebody else and didn't want her to know. Dude, this show is crazy, right? And I need to, like, I need to, has Mike White done, like, wrote a lot of other shit? I don't know. Because this is, like, really just next level. I like it a lot. Someone said it was more drama-y than season one, but I'm here for it. Because it, it's fucking way better writing. It's It's more drama with less... Like chaos, yeah. Like how, like that's that's good. You know what I mean? Like that's a good thing. And they have like a really unique way of like telling us about characters without having them say anything. I know. Like uh, the assistant, her wardrobe is always like so weird and confusing, and like switches up a ton. But I think it's like really representative of how like confused in life. Yeah, she to me, is. it's like I feel like I know her. I feel like that represents a lot of girls nowadays. You know what I mean? Like that are just. In their, you know, you know, early twenties and shit, you know, yeah. trying to figure out what kind of clothes they want to rock all the time. Yeah, and Alfie feels really real. Yeah, or Albie, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I like Albie. Albie's been my guy through this. Yeah, he was trying to call him incel. I kept thinking about that. I was like, how does he give off incel vibes? Just minorly. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> he just like comes from the background where it's like. I don't know. He's like, I think women want to hear that they like this. No, his, I mean, but his arc is interesting because it's like he is like a a kid that's growing up in this generation that understands the world, but is also growing up like with like these like deep roots of like misogyny just kind of like in his family. You know what I mean? And like the display of those three is like just a, genius like arc of its own between that family you know what i mean and like i don't know no it's interesting because like each one is trying to improve on the next one yeah yeah and like each is trying to impart their wisdom on the next one too yeah um and like each see a truth about each other but they're all like they're all still the same fucking you know they're all you know i don't know i think it i think this is showing alvi like may eventually be more like you know like a lot more like his father than but it also seems like Albie's, like, trying to, like, work through it or, like, living with that fact. Yeah. You know, in a way that, like, is not, like, hindering his ability to be with women. Yeah. But sort of, like, putting in a place of confusion. Yeah. On, like, how to proceed with his, like, attraction to certain people. Yeah. At least the first girl. 
But it is kind of interesting that, like, you know, like, the grandpa is looking at the, the dad, and he's like, you gotta be better at your, like, hookups, you know? And the dad is looking at Albie, and he's like, I don't think she's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. They both, like, know this truth about the other but person. But also, it's backwards, And too. backwards. It goes yeah, both it's ways. it's backwards, because the it's dad cool. is looking at the grandpa, like, you fucking, you made me, you know what I mean, like this. Like, yes. you don't think I didn't see that shit? And the son's like, like the reason yeah. so-and-so's not here is because of what you did. Yeah. Yeah, and the son has no problem blaming the dad for, you know, what the dad's done. Exactly. Good show. I'm excited to see how it pans out. Yeah. I bet that one, like, weird-voiced guy at the new reception, he's going to play in somehow. <laughs> really? I have no idea. <laughs> That'd be funny. The new replacement? Rocco's replacement? Yeah. I feel like the people who I have on my list, I don't feel good about Audrey Plaza's husband. Yeah, I don't feel, yeah. I don't feel good about the other husband or the wife. Any of those four. I feel, any of those four could die. Yeah, I feel like, because like, what if the husband, like Audrey Plaza says something in a fit of like, argument being like, well, your sons, your children aren't even yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, how he would he react to that? Damn, Stevie. Just something like that. Or, or, <coughs> our girl pulls up with, like, some Italian hunks and is like, give us our money, and then beats their asses. And something goes wrong. They still owe that goddamn $1,300. Yeah. And they're both not doing it because they don't want to, like, be like, oh, we got to go to the ATM to pay her. But both their girls know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the show. I bet he's going to check out, too. And maybe he's going to have a heart attack when he realizes what his bill is. Damn. All right. Well, to add a little production, we've done, we've done, done some time on intros in uh, White Lotus. But I got some other shit to talk about. But I think we should get into the movie. But wait, I got one more thing. Okay, okay, okay. It's just a little bit minor. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. It's just a little bit minor. Shut up. Shut up. God damn it. What do you mean by that? Give me a fucking break, buddy. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Yeah, I also think judging off this movie, it's going to be a minor movie. You think so? I mean, I, let, let's see. Let's see what we can do. Let's see first, what we can do. First thing I got to say is that one kid is the closest I've ever seen two actors look to uh, look alike. Ex- even now, as he's aged, the guy who plays the lead just looks like Jesse Eisenberg so much. Oh, yeah, I know. Like It's even, hard to believe that isn't Jesse Eisenberg. Especially, like, his old but adult. But Jesse Eisenberg would have been, like, older at that time, don't you think? I think, like, slightly older. Yeah, yeah, It's hard to tell. Probably. I think Jesse Eisenberg's, like, 40. Yeah, he's probably the same age as like Ryan was in that. Second comment: the adult cast in that movie was crazy. We yeah, but all right. So that's I think my biggest complaint about this movie: the adult cast. Yeah, and not to just jump into complaints, right? Because you jump know in. We, you know what we've also been forgetting uh, fake fake real synopsis. Oh my gosh! I don't think we've done that in like three, four episodes at least. Dang, maybe if the AI is on, I can get the AI to give me a synopsis. <laughs> um. But on to my early critique, or, you know, my critique. Man, you got Louis Black, you got Rob Corddry, 
who else? Who else you got in this adult wise? Um, you had the person from Arrested Development. There was a um, lot of Arrested Development people. I think the mom uh, or the grandma, Lucille. Yeah, I forgot what what's her yeah, name. Yeah, Lucille. Um, um, Buster's in it. Yeah. At the very end. Yeah. And then um, Ryan from The Office. Yeah, you got Wilmer Valderrama. Um, you got Todd Packer for a moment. Oh yeah. Todd Packer was the uh, the guy who the kids who brings the Christmas yeah. tree. That you got his what's dad. his name, the lieutenant dude from Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh yeah, no, that's Rob Corddry. Oh, okay, I okay. said him first. Uh, or or but um, what's the dude? What's the dude that like? He's like from Twenty One Jump Street. Oh oh oh. And he's in Modern Family a little bit sometimes. Yeah, I, I've never seen that, but I yeah, I, I think know you're he talking about that. the guy uh, who gets like stuck. The security yeah, guy he, gets he, stuck. I'm I, I'm pretty sure he's like an old like soldier that just like turned into an actor or some shit. Like, what's his name? Fuck, he's pretty funny though. He was on uh the roast with Rob Lowe, I think. Um, and you had uh our boy from, and this is not this is going to the kid cast, but uh from Abbott. Yeah, yeah, but all right, so you you got a lot of. You got a lot of good, a lot of funny actors in it, but they were playing such terrible. Rob Corddry's role was terrible. The dad's role, <laughs> the guy who's like uh, ultra green. Like he's a yeah. He needs to be a dick. He needs to be a dick. Like that dude plays an asshole very well. Lewis Black, of course, plays an asshole, but he was like the most stereotypical like kid movie villain. I feel like what you had to have happen was. Some kind of setup where the dad is a dick to the kids, like right off the beginning, and like they leave angry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going back to mom's, and like I don't know, yeah. or like some big reveal on something bad that he had done. Yeah, it would have been funnier if he was like some yeah bullshit lawyer that was just like made of money, you know what I mean? Didn't give a fuck about the environment. Kind of like a Tim yeah. Allen Santa Claus situation. Yeah, and somehow pissed off the kids, but then he had to go save them anyway. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. he's pissed off, and he has to drive the eco-friendly mobile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as punishment, more or less, through the snow, and that would have been funny. Uh, and Lewis Black just played a terrible character, and he's like. He's like the one that's just supposed to be really funny, but and he that was the that was the main villain dude. Main villain dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta admit though, you got you had to shed a little tear when he comes out and he's Santa Claus. Yeah. And you're like, damn. Yeah, that was good. I they guess it warmed his heart. But that was good. part of me is just like, this is f- like no one, none of the adults are saying this, but the way they're treating these kids is like fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It like, is like, <laughs> like there's none of these kids were being treated correctly. Yeah. Including like the sister just left with this like menacing other child. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, wait, why are you letting just some kid go to this hotel room with a flight attendant? They at like, some point put the kids in solitary confinement. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But there are some golden moments in it. I think, uh, what what is what is the Abbott Elementary actor's name? I don't know. He was hilarious. And I think my favorite of the kid actors, personally... Um, one of my favorite moments with the kids is the Christmas tree kid. He's like sneaking back in and there's a little cat and he's like, guard cat. <laughs> Tyler James William. Or Williams. He was good. Um, dude, the, yeah, wait, you said the, the kid with the Christmas tree. Yeah, there's like the moment where he's like coming dude. in and he, he like sees the cat and he's like, yeah, guard cat. <laughs> and he starts doing the karate moves. <laughs> And he's going off, and then the cat just walks away casually, and he's like, you were a worthy opponent. Yeah. 
you can also tell like this movie the age of this movie just on the comment of being like your Aquaman doll you silly kid you're too grown up to play with an Aquaman doll because I feel like now people be like oh like you're the appropriate age to be playing with an Aquaman doll really maybe I don't know I feel like kids just wouldn't play with Aquaman dolls anymore you'd be surprised yeah well maybe you're right maybe it is kind of weird if a 12 year old's playing with a doll yeah no I mean probably not weird probably not weird because there's like 20 year olds that like it's true. Have plenty of toys. That's when it starts to get like, they don't play with the toy though. Yeah. Which might be weirder. Is it weirder to like have a toy and not play you know, with I it? You know, I kind of think so. You know, as much as I am like a gamer and all that, like I could never have like the, you know, like the wall of like collectibles. Yeah. True. Unless they're gifted. You got me the one Funko Pop and like, you know, I might, I like want a Wally one. You that's know, a, I like, there's one. like a few that I want. Just for the fuck of it, just because. But it's there like, are right, people that have Wally. like hundreds. Yeah, but it's like I think it's cool just having like the one random one, like Mobius. Yeah. Sick. Dude, the real MVP of the movie was the one guy that was just trying to do his job, but ended up helping the kids. Wilmer. Yeah, maybe was that his name? Wilmer Valderrama from that '70s show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! This was star-studded, man. Yeah. This has also got me thinking, like, they don't really make a lot of movies, like, because this movie was definitely made, like, with kids as the intended audience. Yeah, definitely. Not, like, families. Like, some movies are made for, like, everybody. But, like, this is, like... No, there used to be, like, kid blockbusters. Right. More or less. That were, like, real, you know, like... Because, like, there's, you know, there's a lot of slapstick comedy in this where it's, like, you know, like, they're chasing them and they all fall or, like, they're going down the sled hill and, like, you're, like, wondering about the physics and, like... People are flying off and, like, going too fast and suddenly, like, rowing on a sled yeah, hill helps yeah. you go, like, lightning fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lewis Black just jumping out and being, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> wow, how is this dude fucking canoeing? What's that one? What do we, do you have the cast pulled up right there? Uh, this is Abbott's cast. My bad. Um, I really want to know what that one guy's name is because he's, he's really good in this. Or he's just silly in this. Wh- who? Uh... The other security guard that was like hanging on his canoe as the guy was going down. Oh, the because they also have that moment where they're supposed to be like guarding them. Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Um, they're like BJ Novak's in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, BJ yeah. Novak. Yeah, you said that. Mindy Kaling's in it. That's kind of crazy. But there's that moment where the three security guards are supposed to be watching the kids and their thing, and they found the way to sneak out. Um, and it just shows them the, the shot of them and they're playing like m- musical chairs but they have all three chairs there and they're like all like the song ends and they like sit down they're like oh yeah, yeah. we gotta remove a chair <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like all these guys <laughs> no that was great uh, the security guards were funny as fuck just some dumbasses. yeah and then you know like they, they bring all the toys I'm like man these kids got no sleep at all yeah. Actually, I did think that was cool because there, w- there was a point where it's like after the sled race, I'm like, I'm like, all right, they got to the sister. I'm like, this movie's over. You know? And then it's like, no, then there's like a whole nother like ending and like heartwarming moment yeah. of like. They have a little breakfast club bonding. Secret yeah. Meals. And then like fucking helping everybody out in the airport at the end and bringing out presents and to all the, 
unaccompanied passengers or, or people that were just alone on Christmas. Yeah. You know. And that was nice. That was real sweet. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and that's when, uh, that's when Tony Hale comes in. And yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, I'm. I'm 36. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we don't care. It's like, you look 42, sir, but we'll take What it. do they give him? Like a basketball or something? Yeah, shit? something like that. <laughs> and then the dad just pops in and is like, hey, kids. Wait, Kristen Wiig was in this too somehow. Was she the other, um, like, flight attendant? She was a flight attendant. I was trying to figure out if I recognized that other flight attendant. Wow. That was a funny scene, too, when they were like, the, the pilots want to buy us dinner. Yeah. Ooh, I got a 20 in it for you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and one of them, like, looked at him like, you know, it's like, oh, like, almost like they were like, we can't leave these kids here. And then it was like, nah, let's go. I almost wish that moment of backstory where Todd Packer appears, uh, like would have been dedicated to the main characters, like flashback. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that could have been the moment that they flash back to the dad being a dick. Yeah. And you're like, oh dang, that's what the dad really wants to get to him. Yeah, I do think that they should have. They should have. They should have utilized like the fucking cast that they had to like really make those like characters like funny. Yeah. You know. I would like to see, you know, it'd be dope if, like, it'd be dope if Judd Apatow or something tried to make, like, a movie like this. You know what I mean? Not like this exactly, but you know what I mean? Like a Christmas movie or, like, a kid's movie that's, like, low-key funny, too, but, like, smart funny for adults on the side, but, like... Yeah. But, like, fun action, but, you know, I don't know. Like I think you would just, all you would need to do is make the kid's age more diverse. Yeah. Uh, like more cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, where there's like an older kids and like yeah, younger yeah. kids. Yeah, then it's like everybody can kind of relate to. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And then you can make it a home alone situation too. Yeah, where like the kids miss the flight and it's yeah. the mom trying to drive cross country back to get him. Yeah, something like that. Because there was there was a lot of fun and it had one of the best Christmas songs of my my youth in it, What's and maybe that? all time, at least for me, the simple plan one. Oh my god! I haven't heard that song in so Dude, fucking long. That one just like takes Holy me back when I hear shit. it. No, you're. I mean, yeah, you're not lying. And I love that they cut out the like, the non PG lines of it too. Yeah. I want a girl in my bed who knows what to do. A PlayStation Two. <laughs> <laughs> when I was Jesus a kid, I was Christ. just like, I don't know what that means, but a PlayStation Two, I understand that. <laughs> I want that too. Yeah. I want a shopping spree in New York City. Man, simple plan. What a what a group. What a group. And at the same time it's a cr- criti- a criticism on the capitalism that's brought in with Christmas. Wait, so were you like a pop punk kid then? Were you like you jamming simple plan when the album came out? Yeah. Yeah. Taking back Sunday. You into like Good Charlotte? A little bit. Damn. Good Charlotte was like a you know, like a song or two kind of a band for me. Yeah. But my cam, taking back Fallout Boy, early Fallout Boy, yeah, Hawthorne Heights, Hawthorne. I hated Hawthorne. Really? Heights. I hated Hawthorne Heights. Right? My one of my like one of my first like real girlfriends we dated for like seven months. She loved them. Cause and Ohio is for lovers. Right. And then I was a photographer on a podcast a few years ago, and we went and interviewed. The lead singer of Hawthorne. Really? I, we, I, I've, I've met him three times. I've interviewed him. We're like, Damn. been a part of the interview like three times. Chill guy? Yeah, he's dope. He's he's cool now, you know, and especially yeah. now. Like, he's like 
way older. He like owns a record label, f- like um, that's sick. Yeah, I feel like everybody has those moments though, where like somebody's love of something just ruins it for you. Yeah, well, I didn't like Ohio. I, I, you know, there's no like those songs are bad. Come on, Mister Black Mayor. Come on, Mister Black Mayor. I could be a screamer. I could be a screamer. That was so. That, I yeah, I hated that song. Um, never shot never. No, I don't even Avenged know. Avenge Sevenfold. Fuck Avenge Sevenfold. I didn't listen to Avenge Sevenfold. I'm trying to think of the one, Sugar Something. Papa Roach. I listen to one of the Papa Roach songs. I listen to some Papa Roach in my time. Yeah. <laughs> my chem was definitely my go-to. My my first email and my email for something still is My Chemical Corey. My Chemical Corey. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good old days. The one thing that I thought was a little bit weird in this was like the, not forced, but like the weird like romances between the kids. Not that weird, but a little yeah. weird. Yeah, I didn't think that the, the dude and the girl made sense. Yeah. Um, he was like, just on the phone, yeah, it's been real good, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I... I liked I liked uh, the other girl um, liking uh, dude from Abbott, though. Yeah. I like that. I thought that I thought that they were cool because you know she was kind of like a weird person. He was kind of like a weird dude. Kind of you know they were both kind of like outsiders in the group a little bit. Yeah. And then they they kind of like you know, or at least he was in trouble and she was trying to save him and like, that was cool. He was cracking me up just like with his little like polling and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, crazy to think like it's just so funny watching that compared to Abbott. Like, you know, like of course like everybody's (laughs) kind of seen him around. You know, or like. You know, or at least you know about everybody hates Chris, and you know I've like, you know, like he he's kind of you know he's been known, but now that he, it's like Abbott is like, Abbott's his thing, you know what I mean? It's gotta really be, you know, like, it's Abbott's just so big and so good that it's like, he's just solidified now as like just a I don't know a good funny actor, and and seeing him as a kid is just so funny. Like imagine if we could watch like Jim. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking that. Imagine if we could watch like John Krasinski be like a kid in a movie. Like it would just be f- ten times funnier. Just knowing. no, definitely. And like the characters are kind of similar in a way too. Yeah. Um, it's funny because like, isn't he wearing like the pilot's outfit in this? And then he's like wearing the pilot's outfit in Abbott. <laughs> what if? What if? Uh, what if that's a reference? Yeah. What to if that? Quinta Brunson is like, we're gonna make your unaccompanied minors <laughs> character, but we're gonna <laughs> make him. You know, live in Philly now, or you know, aren't yeah. they in Philly? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, dude, I I also just loved the practicality behind the scene of like him just tumbling in the luggage suitcase, because like all they had to do to shoot that was just like throw a luggage suitcase like through that, and then have him be like, "Ooh, ow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I know in the footage, yeah, it's just it's <laughs> like the Iron Man suit. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just like this like set footage that was just kind of him tumbling and <laughs> yeah inside of something, but. But it makes you think, I don't know, every time I notice shit like that, because I was thinking about that, too, it's just, like, it's just easy ways to film, like, movies. You know what I mean? There's some easy ways to get by with some shit. Like, and to, like, make things effective. Yeah. Yeah. That if you just thought about. Dude, what was the, like, gas station owner? He was in things, too. He's been in some things. Right? That weird guy who comes out with the chainsaw. Oh, I don't... Hmm. 
I don't remember him too much, and I don't see him off top here. No, no one with a beard. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, his name is Dave Allen. Anything big? He was in Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks might be where I know him from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I know. Yeah. Did you know who was in uh, Glass Onion that we didn't know about? Who? I'm just making sure I'm getting this right. Your internet uh, mom, Ash, dropped the Knives Out video today. She'd never seen Knives Out. Really? Yeah. So dope seeing her watch it. Um, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Who is he? I guess he plays the gong. The gong? Yeah, wait. Just Oh, he's just hitting it in the background or some shit? Yeah, I think the so. The hourly gong? I think so. That was something we I don't think we talked about, but that was just so funny. Just hearing the gong go off, like, casually throughout the movie. It's kind of funny, that happening, too, because then it kind of gives you a little bit of a time frame. Like, yeah. Of like, you know, how fast things are moving. And everything just seems, like, spookier, too, when it's happening. Yeah, it's just out of nowhere. Doom. And there's, like, intense scenes. <laughs> that shit was so funny. That movie is great. I I was watching her watch Knives Out made me want to watch Knives Out again because Knives Out might be funnier than I remember. Like I remember it being like so dark, you know what I mean? And and even the opening scene, like watching seeing like the opening scene again today, it's just like the slow mo of like the fucking like greyhounds or Rottweilers or something like chasing each other through the yard. You know, it's like, damn, that's that is just like a weird, crazy opening scene. I think I gotta rewatch it. Yeah. Especially because now, like the uh, glass onion, I want to see glass onion again too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I forget about like how unconventional what actually happens is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, I forget that it's not actual. Just like, it's not like Knives Out was just like a murder mystery. Like no. it, it, it is unconventional as hell, similar to Glass Onion. Well, like. And like uh, Blanc does a really good job of, like, dissecting everything about the situation. So he, like, learns everything that's going on. And those dynamics, like, set up a lot of, like, questions that are really interesting. And you're yeah. like, damn, any of these people could have done it. Yeah. Like, they all got a little secret hate. And they all kind of are doing stuff, too, right? Yeah. That's, like, part of it. Like, some of them are trying to hide things. Yeah, I mean, more or less. Yeah, everything. everything that's discovered is true or, you know... at all these different shit. It's just hard for me also to imagine with this movie, like, are there that many unaccompanied minors flying through the air at all times? Oh, uh, I mean, at a big airport, yeah, there's probably a good amount. Damn, damn. I, some kids are just, like, braver than I was definitely as a kid. I don't know if I would have been able to Dude, I was, off. like, a train station person. You know, like, like my, like, when my dad moved to St. Louis before I lived here, uh-huh. like, I used to be on a train to St. Louis all the time for holidays. Damn. Did you have a phone? Um, no. sometimes, yeah, sometimes no, or, but sometimes no, like, that was back when I had, like, track phones and shit, like, every once in a while, I used to go through phones, like, every six months type shit. Yeah. Do you remember that line in the movie where she was like, there's millions of phones in the landfill, 
And I was like, was that something that people were saying at some point? I don't know. But dang, that's crazy. Was it kind of scary doing it or was it fun? No, I loved it. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, I mean, the train, trains, I mean, you rode Amtrak before, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the train's dope because you can, like, get up and move around. You know, there's, like, the food court and shit like that. and Or not the food court, but the food cart. Yeah. You know, so I would go there. I get pizzas all the time. I, like, know that, you know, I had those Amtrak frozen pizzas millions of times. I've rode the train probably a hundred times, 150 times maybe. Train or plane, what do you rather take? Uh, I'd rather take a train. Yeah, same here. But, like, I've never taken a train for, like, more than two and a half hours. Dude, no. I took a... I've taken train to Chicago. And when I was in Europe, one of the trains I took was, like, fully packed, like, no empty seats. And you had to sit in your assigned seats. And the seats were all, like, facing each other. Okay. So it was, like, I spent, like, an hour and a half just, like, looking at this man that was sitting across from me. Really? Yeah, it was a little awkward, but not so that So it's kind of like a subway. Yeah, a little bit. Well, like, imagine but like... you had better seats. Imagine like you were at like a like a booth at a restaurant. Yeah. Not like a... Oh, it had table? Or had a table? No, but like there's no table. But that's how it was like across from. Okay, yeah. Like instead of like uh, the two sides, it was like a bunch of rows of, or packs of four. Okay. So it'd be like, I was sitting like like this with somebody, like we're sitting now. Okay, and then there was another person next like, to us. Yeah, on the other side of the train. Yeah, and there was another four like that. Yeah, okay. it was like four and four. Okay, but have I mean, you, it wasn't terrible. Have you ever seen? Um, I got two things. Have you ever seen the Texas Eagle trains, the double deckers? Amtrak? Yes. You yes. ever rode one of those? Yes. Those are pretty cool. And those are sick. Some of them can like be like old style, where it's like bigger, plusher seats, you know, like and kind of cool. Um, and then have you also seen the Skyline carts? Where it's like completely glass overhead, and they have the seats that face the window. It's kind of like I've seen not. I have not seen an Amtrak version of those. Those are pretty. I've cool. just seen like the Disney World. I've gotten the Skyline cart like the last time I rode a train. I think I don't even remember, but it was super dope. I had like one of the things I would love to do is travel either like the Pacific Northwest or like Cali in a train. Yeah. Or like do that in Europe at some point. Yeah. Where you just like. Get on a train and go to a bunch of different countries. Kind of like in the one movie before Sunrise. Yeah. But that's not where I got the inspiration from. No, I. that's what I've been thinking about lately. Like, you know, I was just like randomly getting like doing one of those weird like two-day train trips. Like trips to like the West Coast. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck it. Like if I won't buy myself some plane tickets to like LA or some shit, like let me fucking... Find a way to get a train out there or some shit and make an adventure of it. Like, Dude, that'd be sick. Or, like, hop to a city where you can get a good deal on a plane and then, like, yeah. take a train from there. Yeah, or like, yeah, just take a train somewhere, get a bus somewhere, you know, yeah. Because the thing weird. that's nice about trains is, like, you can get some work done, you can chill, read a yeah. book, watch something. Yeah, and that was, that's what I was going to say. The Skyline thing, too, is, like, um, it's like a car on the train that's not ticketed. It's like a casual... Oh, anybody can come yeah, in. Yeah, you know what I mean? You kind of come and go. and. Dang, that sounds like the future. Yeah, no, it looks futuristic. I like sort of understand why that TikTok train boy gets so excited about trains. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. You know, that, you know that guy? Why is there so many different random people on TikTok? Like, I just seen like the plunger dude. Have you seen the plunger guy? Uh-uh. He just like plunges things. That's wild. He just can like throw it and he'll like throw it behind his back and it'll like just stick to things. 
That's kind of crazy. Um, but the train guy gets really excited about trains, and he'll tell you all about the train. Really? And, like, there was one of his <laughs> train t- TikToks where he's, like, on it, and he's like, oh, Rosalia, I didn't know that you were – what's her name? Is that her name? Hmm. Who? Uh, like that R&B singer. I don't know. Rosalia. Rosalina. I think it's Rosalia. And she just, like, pops into his TikTok video, but I think it was, like, a planned influencer thing. Hmm. I don't know why people get big. You see that the Liver King finally admitted to taking steroids. Who did? The Liver King. Who's that? He's like this giant uh, social media guy who got big off being like, I don't do steroids, I just live naturally, and uh, that's how I'm so ripped and giant. Mm. Um, but like, if you saw him, like he has like the telltale signs of like someone that does steroids. Um, he he eats like raw meat, damn, and like just organs. I'm trying to find a good picture of him. R.I.P. He walks around shirt like shirtless and stuff. Crazy. It is crazy. It's only crazy because it like makes people think that they could get that physique without steroids. And like, a you would need to work really really hard in the first place with yeah. steroids. Yeah, every Marvel actor comes out now. Like, yo, this isn't real. Like, Marvel paid for this. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they're working. Because, like, part of it, too, is, like, it's not that they're just, like, taking supplements. Like, there's sup- steroids and supplements. And, like, just making them bigger. It's, like, they're doing that. Plus, th- those actors have, like, a four to six hour a day yeah. training. Yeah. And, like, that's hard to commit to mm-hmm. if you're anybody. Mm-hmm. Dude, speaking of Marvel... DC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that James Gunn instantly today was like, came out and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did he say? He's like, some of it's true, some <laughs> of it's not true, and some of it's false. You see, uh, the Gal, G- or the Wonder Woman director, um, apparently got asked to rewrite the script and she turned it down. Yeah. And see, like that, so that, that's like, I think one of those things where he's like, that was partially true. Like, Wonder Woman 3 isn't happening right now. But it's not because we said no. Yeah. We, she just didn't want to redo what she was doing. Yeah. Do you also see like the line that somebody like had sent her uh, the Wikipedia article for how to write a story arc in response no. to her script because they didn't know what their talk she was doing. I don't know. No. But I I think they want to keep Gal. I'd imagine they want to keep Henry Cavill too. Yeah. Like he came that, out recently and said it's conf- like he's like it's official I'm back as Superman. Like he put out that video. Yeah, I just think that they're really trying to figure out how they want to proceed for the next 10 years. Like yeah. now. Yeah. I think if they recast Jason Momoa as that other guy, Luma, Loma? Uh Lobo. That'd be cool. <laughs> Lobo. Yeah. I I mean, I don't I've never seen Aquaman. I don't have any attachment to Aquaman, but I feel like he's Aquaman. You know what I mean? So I feel like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the Flash thing is gonna restart everything. That's the weird. You know, there's a lot of weird to all this. You know what I mean? Someone brought up too, like, because I was like, you know, I mean, selfishly too, it's like, all right, like, you know, P- Peacemaker and Suicide Squad or whatever are probably safe then, right? Because it's James Gunn. But like, also, that's a little unfair, don't you think? But I mean, it is some of the better stuff. True, but. And who knows if the, all of that will be saved or not. Yeah. And the Batman's just, like, safe. Elton's got a fuzzy on his head. 
the fuck is that? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Um, I can't tell if he's trying to hunt or if he's no, he's trying to, to chill. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know where they're planning on headed or doing. It does yeah. seem like I hope that Suicide Squad gets that. Yeah, that it's weird. It's weird what what gets to stay. You know what I mean? Like you it's know, funny that Black Adam was like one of the rumored shutdowns. Yeah, would the I mean, all right. So also, some you know they've been talking about how like everyone in DC has been like damn near pitching for their fucking, you know, spots like the last few weeks. You know, since this announcement, I think the Batgirl might be back on. Really? I don't know. I think James Gunn might fight for it. There's rumor on that. That'd be interesting. Um, cause it's there. <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, I mean the shot. Um, got I Michael d- Keaton in it. It does seem like they're gonna keep the Batman, or just yeah, leave the leave Batman it alone. staying, and the Flash is staying, which is just the weirdest part about all this. You know what I mean? But that was—that's the dude that apparently, the director of that apparently had the plan to do the Superman um, remake and wanted to make it like a you know like a Richard Donner you know like the early the OG Superman movies like inspired type of thing, and um. Yeah, I don't know. The DC shit's just DC shit's just gonna be weird until until something happens. But some announcements made. Yeah, but they could like they could just rebuild off of Batman. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. Like they could just rebuild off of Batman with the same characters. He's not. You know, in use Aquaman su- anymore. Yeah, ben use Affleck Suicide isn't. Squad. Use that. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. But then, it, yeah, there is this weird thing of, like, it's hard to pitch most of it, but keep some. That's that's the weirdest part. There's the, you know, it would make sense to just scrap everything, start over. Yeah. But that, I think there is a way to, like, keep using some of the best parts. Yeah. Like, I hope that Margo keeps playing Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Margo, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Just little things like that. Yeah, she's been talking about how she wants her and Poison Ivy to hook That'd be up on awesome. <laughs> That'd be uh I'd be here for that. Yeah. But um but yeah, but even if they so they could they could something that made me excited in James Gunn's statements has been how he they said that they want to create a universe that connects via film, video TV, games and video games. Video, yeah, the video game thing was And a that's big awesome to me because it's something that's always so weird is how there are like these like the video games and the movies have no connection yeah like whatsoever and like sometimes that's fine like the spider-man games are so sick yeah but like there's sometimes like the guardians game comes out and you're like well that's a bad example let's say the avengers games comes out and you're like these are like my avengers characters but like does it feel like the avengers but well all right the avengers game you haven't played it have you i played like the first level Okay. Well, and I've th- seen some levels played. The cutscenes of that are good. The okay. cutscenes of that game are good, and it tells a story, you know, on par with Spider-Man's story. You know, not really. You know what I mean? Spider-Man's story is so much more, but it's a good Miss Marvel story. Yeah. It's more or less like, it's more or less like the Miss Marvel story, and just kind of how she goes into these Avengers. And how they're already existing. doesn't really give you good stories on Iron Man or Hulk or anybody like that. But it's a good story of Miss Marvel becoming Avenger. Which is a great story. But just imagine they're like, uh, 
Like that story plays out, and then like some of that gets referenced in like a movie. It gets referenced in Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man references Avengers. Interesting. Spider-Man references the Avengers. He references a lot of shit. You can take photo of the strange place in New York. That exists in the game. A lot of shit exists in the game. They talk about um, T'Challa in the Spider-Man game. Um, <coughs> and they're building the Wolverine game within that universe. The same people that are making Spider-Man are making Wolverine. That's sick. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and so loosely all those are, you know, like Marvel. Marvel is more or less now, I think, building their video game universe, which I like the idea of them being separate. Guardians as well, I think it falls into that. But that was still so separate, they don't even really reference it. And that's kind of cool because Guardians 1 doesn't really know about what's going on on Earth. You know what I mean? They they show Earth for Peter Quill's upbringing, but, you know, it's not really like, doesn't really know about Avengers shit, you know, but. Dude, it's crazy thinking about like a pre-post Guardians world, you know? I think a lot of people thought that was going to be Marvel's first flop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't. Keeping up with Marvel at all. At that point? Yeah. Speaking of video games, year's getting close to an end. I don't know how many new games you played this year, but you got you got a game of the year? doesn't have to be from this year. But, like, a game that you'll always think of this year. Honestly, um... Yeah, I mean, I got a few. I mean, Celeste is big. Celeste um, is tight. Celeste was really big. Spirit Ferrer. Really, Spirit Forever might be my one. Even though I love, I might love Celeste more. Celeste might have done more for me, but Spirit Forever is like just really cool, and it's the one I like think is just underrated. Like, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I sh- I played a shit ton of Stardew this year still. <laughs> Some Pokemon. Yeah, I think Legends of Arceus was my game of the year. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm excited to play it now. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it versus yeah. Scarlet. I think yeah. the one thing you'll enjoy is how quick it is. Yeah. And like how much fun it is to throw Pokeballs at Pokemon. Yeah. Because that shit's fun. Yeah, because I don't really use that feature on Scarlet. The throwing the Pokeballs at Pokeballs? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's just like the auto lock, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. This is more aiming it, right? Yeah, you have to hit it yeah. to catch it. <laughs> or, I mean, you can get into a battle with it, too. But that's less fun. Yeah, I'm curious to see what this is because a lot of people did say it was good. And it's hard for me to like just think about like just going, throwing, poking, you know, throwing ball, like Pokeballs. And and like part of it is because your Pokedex completion isn't just like you catch it and then it's completed. You have to like unlock certain achievements in the Pokedex to get it all the way unlocked, which includes like catching like 20 of them. Is it a big Pokedex? I think there's like at least. 200 or something okay 250 but like again part of it to in order to complete it they had to catch like 20 25 of them okay um yeah i'm excited to see what it's like yeah it's cool it's cool i don't know if i ever beat it beat it but i got pretty far the one complaint is the cutscenes are just terrible it's expected just gotta press that a button yep press it legends of Arceus, your game of the year for myself, I think. I think if I was a real gamer, it'd be Elden Ring. Really? I think that would be the game. But you didn't play that, so why would you? It just looked the coolest to me. Yeah, you know what it, I mean? Yeah. Um, 
God of War Ragnarok look cool. I watched some cutscenes. Spirit for came out two years ago. Jesus Christ. Uh, game of the year. Stray. Stray. How how could we forget? Stray. Stray. Of course. Stray was cool. I never played it, but I watched it. What else did I play this year? Uh, what else is this year? I'm trying to think of. I don't know. I played a lot of old older indie games. That's fun too. Do you have a most anticipated game of next year? Um, I know I do. Probably Tears. Yeah. Yeah, probably Tears. Um, um, but I think Pikmin Four is next year. Ooh, that could be fun too. I think Pikmin Four is next year. I think it's gonna come next October. Dude, I feel like the Pokemon DLC is gonna come next year too. Yeah, of course. I think it's like it's more or less confirmed. Kalos. It's hard to imagine it wouldn't be. Have you heard like the conspiracy connection? What? There's a character who's three thousand years old, in Kalos, in the Kalos games, named Az, and then the place in this this game. Where you like go to find the paradox Pokemon? Area Zero. Yeah. You haven't even been there yet. No, I haven't. But Jesus Christ, I've All seen right, videos well, of it. When you go there, so I I think I can go to your world, and then I can go to your Area Zero, and I can access your paradox. Oh shit! So instead of me making you shiny hunt for me, I'm gonna have to go there and do some shiny hunting. Yeah, we can shiny hunt together. Cool. But it won't let us see each other in Area Zero. Really? It's very weird. Interesting. That is weird. Yeah. But I'm I'm here for it. Um, but that's like the little connection, and I think the AZ guy had been eating Urban Mysticas. That's was. weird. There's a lot of weird shit in Pokemon. Right? I watched this video today, and it was talking about like um, just talking about weird facts from Gen Two. Um, and there's you you fight Blue in it. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the. Is he a gym? No, he's like a secret trainer. Okay. Or like one of like the. But he's, he's got like a, like a he's got like a place though. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah. All right. So in his place, it's filled with like Legos looking things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a big theory that well, there was like this thing with like Nintendo and trying to make like some like their own type of Legos things, and they were like competing with Legos at the time. So it was like rumored to be that, but then it was also like if you count it all, it's like a certain number, which. It's, uh, you know, there was also a rumor that was like, that was like, has some fact to it about that those are, those are containers with Pokeball storage and each of the little dots is a Pokeball and the number of it like perfectly adds up to like blue, like not having, like basically completing his Pokedex with one starter. Wow. Um, and none of the legendaries. Wow. Um, and then, like, there's, like, a few other ones, like, Unknown, because Unknown wasn't known until Gold. Right. Like, um... That's kind of nutty. Yeah, and it, like, adds up perfectly, and it's like, whoa, that's fucking weird. But, like, I'm sure that's not right, but, like, at the same time, like, how the fuck did that work out? <laughs> like, that it kind of, like, makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Do you know who the Thousandth Pokemon is? No. It's your boy. Mr. Gold. Golden Go? Yeah. So there's like a thousand and couple now? In the national decks, yeah. It's just like slightly over a thousand? Mm-hmm. And that's where he fits in. I think they set it up on purpose like that. 
to make that happen. Yeah, he's like, cool a, he's a cool he's a cool guy. He's a cool little guy. <laughs> um, I one shot bosses with him. It feels so good. Is there any battle in this one that's like the extra hard like legendary trainer battle? What do you mean? Cuz like in like gold and silver and like hard gold soul silver and like a few other games there's like red that you can run into and like have like a battle with red or like ash is what who it's kind of let me just say that there's like quite a few little tough battles. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was getting tough. My Annihilate and that last Star Raid, when you're doing like that, pick your top three Pokemon that yeah. you want to fight with. You know, you're like every battle just gets like speed more tougher. battling through thirty Pokemon. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. My Annihilate got just tanked right in the first. Like, yeah. Two. Fights. Yeah, I mean, I lost one of those. You gotta definitely fucking plan for types in those. Like, you can't. You can't just bring in like a you know, a like a big baddie. You know, even if you think he's tough, like you kind of. Yeah, I brought in a big baddie for <laughs> yeah. that one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I had my Charizard just, my Charizard just f- flying around. Yeah, he probably was just weak to it or something. But Go, he's ghost fighting, so yeah. But um, but no, there's like there's a few like random battles. Like I won't say exactly like what, but like the oh. the the um. The one you're about to go to, the, the courtyard one is fairly tough. Really? I, I lost that one like once or twice. Um, Dang. Yeah, I mean, you did... Wait, did you do Elite Four already? No. Okay. I've got okay, yeah. That f- I think I just have the last... Well, yeah, I have the last fight of all three of the storylines left, and that's it. Yeah. So I have to fight the one guy with the dog who we revived. That's a tough fight. I was going to say, that's another one I'm talking about. Okay, so there's like more or less the storyline fights, but those are all tough. Like... I beat the Elite Four before I beat um, both those fights. Really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Dang, I got to beat the Elite Four. Yeah, I I think that's just kind of how it went. I think I really, like, you know, I think I didn't fully finish, like, the, um, I think once I did my eight badges, I said, you know what, fuck it, let me just go try the Elite Four. That's tight. Or I did a few other things, but then I was like, you know what, let me go do it. So I think I did the Elite Four. Like, you know, I didn't f- I didn't try to finish the other storylines completely. Um, but the other ones are, like, it almost, like, felt like I did it good. Like, it it, it always stepped up, you know. I've, honestly, I've, I've felt pretty okay with how it scaled in this game. But also, I didn't battle a ton of trainers outside of the story. Yeah. And, I, like, I didn't battle a ton of Pokemon, actually. I've been kind of regretting that. I did for like the first half of the game, and then now I'm kind of regretting it. That you did? That I didn't fight more trainers, because there's all the little, you know, rewards. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm I like, know. Fuck, I need to, I've I'm been only trying like one to. or two short, and I don't even, I can't even find them now. I've like, been trying to a little bit here and there. Yeah. When I, I run into them. Every time I see them now, I do. My Foy Coco is still a Foy Coco. I think I'm going to keep it that well. <laughs> that was a little concerning. I'm going to. Can I pull that off? Nope. Crazy. Technology at its finest. Yeah. Yeah, you need to. You need to get to AZ, bro. I know. You need to do that shit. I know. I gotta grind out that that Tyranitar. I want that cool looking iron one. Yeah. I want all of them. Yeah, the, the 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 place is so cool because when you make the shiny sandwiches, like there's like a bunch of them that it's like that's the only type that's there. So walking through AZ, it'll like only spawn Iron Hands if you do like electric or something. You know what I mean? Like 
That's sick. Or it'll only spawn, you know, that if you do dragon. I don't know. It might not do that because... I also found out you can nickname your Pokemon that's been sent to you directly, which is nice. But like, not. if you wonder trade them, you can't change the name. Okay. Like, I changed my Lucario name. Okay. That you had sent me. To what? I forgot what it is now. You gave him a nickname? Yeah. It ended after an anima- anime character, too. It's fucking disgraceful. <sighs> I, I have been, I gave it all of the EVs that I could give it, though. Really? EV candies and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's my star boy. And I'm going to use it against you to destroy you one day. Yeah, we got a battle. I, I tried battling. How'd it go? I lost twice. Nice. <laughs> but I did good. Did they were they clearly running like a competitive like setup? I mean fairly or? similar to me. Like everybody had a Asmoril. <laughs> you know, like everybody's got a Asmoril. Of course. Like, why is Asmoril like the most overused Pokemon? Well I think in this game, for whatever reason, like water Pokemon are really great and competitive. Because <laughs> they like have a lot of typing advantage and like they're kinda hard. Like, you have to have a thunder or, like, grass to really do damage. And, like, Asmoril's pretty, like, HP heavy and fast and can sweep. And but the like, belly drub. This game took out, like, mel- huge power. Melodic isn't a thing anymore. Tentacruel isn't a thing anymore. Um, it's, like, all you really got is, like, Slope King. Yeah. And uh, that Dolphin's cool, but you have to use it strategically. I got a shiny of him. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. That one's that one is I think gonna be hard for me to find. What shiny? Yeah, look, well maybe it's just darker blue, right? It's purple. Purple? Well, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking about that, dude, because because it's I'm having trouble. Dude, I mean I. You know Charmander was actually a fucking bitch for me. Really? Yeah, because like he's just like very he's so slightly different. Well, when you're ha- oh, because he really like Charmander's I, gold, right? Yeah, but he pl- but it was. So many shiny hunts have just been playing with my head of like, it, yeah. I Fido mean, is terrible. Now that I've caught one shiny in the thing, I'm like always running around being like, oh my god, is that a shiny? And I'm like, I'm double checking and I'll like wipe out a group because I don't want to miss one and I'm afraid I'm going to. Yeah, I miss I miss a few. The egg hunting one is kind of crazy because at some point like you're you're just start to lose your mind a little bit, and every time you're like. It's like when you like see a word that you've seen a bunch before and you kind of forgot about it and you're looking at it and you're like, that word looks weird. Yeah. Is there something different with this word? Yeah. And you're just like, is is this a shiny one? No, I was convinced that I had already hatched a few shinies. Like, and I'm like, just like they blazed past you. Yeah, so I double checked a few times. I, I used to release them all, like right away, just to like get them out and not even have to deal with it. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just try to speed through. And I made like 200 eggs and. That's sick. I'm going to try to get a box going for Christmas Day. A box of two or like, fun little baby Pokemon. Because usually, you know, like, a bunch of kids are going to be getting it. Getting it on, like, Christmas and the days after. It's like if they're Wonder Trading, it's kind of funny. I fun Wonder Traded, like, 40 Charmanders. Today. Really? Yeah, and I got one See? Charmander back during it. Oh, <laughs> I nice. thought that was so funny. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good, though. Yeah. Because, like... For one, the first week it came out, when you were wonder trading, it was all just, like, squirrels and, like, awful things you're getting back. Yeah. And I wasn't looking for anything great, but it's just, like, now that other breeders are probably sending No, out. I did it for a little bit, and I, like, got hella Pokedex things just from wonder trading, like, the first time. Dude, it's kind of crazy to me that this game is the lowest rated Pokemon mainline game. Yeah, isn't it? It's, but, like, the crazy part, like, it's definitely better than, than like, Brilliant Diamond and Pearl. Shining Pearl. 
Yeah. I like those. I don't I get like why them people, too. I don't like, get why I think people hate those. I think these are more fun games, I should say. Why do people hate those? I don't know why people hate them, honestly. I liked them. Yeah, I like that what generation. What more did you want? I mean, I don't I mean, I don't know the OGs, you know what I mean? Like like die like by heart, but like I never played Diamond or Pearl originally, but like Yeah, I liked them. I had no issue with them. They were a little stripped back at times. I want black and white so bad. Like I'm really ready for that. I want to play black and white so bad. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they'll do it. I like part of me kind of like wishes they'd bring back the full screen like 2D. Like, open world, but 2D. I don't know how you would do it. I mean, like, you couldn't do the overworld Pokemon, obviously. But there was something nice about, like, the pixelatedness. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, Celeste level, like, 2D scroller, but, like, Pokemon. Well, Celeste is, like, a side scroller. That's true. But you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, the care that got put into the animation and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I've been thinking about it, and, like, there are games, like... Well, that's a big thing that I I want to incorporate with with our idea is like, you know, at least I've been thinking about if there is like five worlds, right? Making one of them like this big open city. That's you know cool. what I mean. That there is like shops and like, you know, just these weird, you know, just this weird big city with a lot of shit to do. Yeah, that'd that, be like, cool. I almost like had this idea of like, it almost is gonna try to point you to skip it you know what i mean of like oh this is just a small world yeah but like if you stay there is a fucking plethora of shit you can do in it like and that's that honestly that kind of feature would have been so sick in this pokemon game yeah or if like you would have just like started to explore the city and you're like oh my god i could do side quests like oh this person if i help him out gives me like a pokemon that's the only way i could get it I know there's like a couple that like the I really do think the auction house is kind of cool and like that it's is good cool. you know like there is a method of like I like the idea of the daily shit you know you can skip the daily shit too if you really want to grind like that yeah and just like change your time but Cause like, like they always used to have like or at least in that might have been diamond and pearl they had like a lottery mm-hmm. you could do every day that just checks yeah. your ID yeah yeah I mean they did that up to like in Sword and Shield too that's right that's right. But yeah, there is like little things like that that I think are cool. Like I don't know, the rating is is honestly like, I mean I don't, I didn't do it that much in Sword and Shield, but like I'm addicted to the rating in this. Yeah, it it seems really like cool, and I I feel like, it, you know, all right, Borderlands, Borderlands is brilliant for this, right? Because it's like, all they would have to do is introduce like a new boss, and make him like way more health right and if they did that in a dlc right in that dlc they introduced new weapons or new class mods that can uh. that you can slowly and like five more levels right so you can add more to your tree so you can power up just a little bit more and then they make that boss just a little bit more than you're supposed to be able to power up to yeah but that's why you finesse your ways to to jack up your stats and get that new boss and it sounds like they're kind of giving us that a little bit yeah. But we'll see I, how much... No, I think it's done. I think Charizard was it, and Charizard was too easy. Like, it was, what can be harder than that? You can't get... What are they going to do, level 115 Pokemon? I mean, they could. Well, think about this, though. Think about how hard it would be if that Charizard was, uh, like, the rising... The Salamence, like, the Paradox Salamence. And it was, like, level 110. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. 
I think, but then it's like then that, but but also there's a sense of like, all right, we already have the paradox elements. You know what I mean? What are you, what you're gonna put a mark on it? Yeah, sure. All right, I get that. Like, and people will still do that, but does someone knock on the door? I don't think so. Oh, it was just the heat coming on. Yeah. Classic me, freaking us out. But no, I get that. But I mean, do you think that that Charizard could have been beat by anybody? Like any Pokemon, do you know what I'm saying? Be real, peace signs. No. Like you know what I'm saying. Part of the fun was that, like, uh, that we uh had to like or we that you crafted those Pokemon that we could use <laughs> that were like set up to you know what I'm saying and like yeah putting that puzzle together like what could beat this yeah like that was that was fun yeah but uh, no I see what you're saying. I hope they bring back more. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I'm like, bo- I just noticed, like, the you know, Borderlands is a game that I think does it well of, like, they can they can still scale up more. You know what I mean? Like, that's the beauty of, like, and, and, you know, they couldn't do this in Pokemon now, but imagine if they, like, had level 50 as the cap at first. And then they did four DLCs. You know what I mean? That eventually got you up to 100. You know what I mean? And, and the level cap just kept getting bigger. They could maybe do like, like but the you Call can beat of Duty the, thing. But you can beat the Elite Four at level fifty. You know what I mean? But that would also make like, you know, if if the Elite Four is fifty five, everybody, you know what I mean? You gotta play the Elite Four as fifty. You know what I mean? At least in that first stage until you get the DLC. I kind of wish that that's what they would do, uh, like either, like a permanent level tracker type of thing or level gauge that like so like you're level 30 so like the people that you're battling are level 30 you know level scaling and like you're up to like level 100 and they're up there too or what like they do like the battle tower thing because when you put your pokemon in the battle tower they drop everybody 50 and that would be kind of hard well that's how the competition shit is too yeah and that that would be fun (laughs) if like that's what it was like in the real like in the at least in the battles the wild Pokemon that'd be different, but that's the thing in like Legends Arceus that's kinda sick. Is like there are Pokemon that are like your level in it, but they still fuck you up. Like ridiculously. The red eye ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think most of them are well, anybody that you end up just start battling. But yeah, especially the alphas. Yeah, I'm excited to try it. It was cool that they included like the different size of Pokemon in this one too. Like the teeny ones, yeah. You've been noticing that, uh huh. I've been, I, I started. Tri- it was tripping me out at first. I was like, that Pikachu is small. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> I had the same thing. I was like, are they different size? Because I'll be but like, I caught one, and and they, it'll be Pikachu the teeny. That's so they funny. have titles. You know what I mean? Those are the marks, right? So every time you throw it out, it says, "Go Pikachu the teeny." The teeny. That's so funny. I yeah, I have a whole new box now. I just went through and looked for all like my marked Pokemon and got the baby baby teeny. There's some that are just like friendly. There's some like I have Raichu the Grumpy. Oh, that's so. I gotta go through these now. Yeah, I have a shiny Raichu that's Grumpy. I gotta go through these. That's so fun. That's a good detail. Yeah. And see, there's sometimes where you're just like, dang, they did put a Charizard is Charizard the Mighty. Yeah, I did notice that. You throw him out. Yeah. I like that Charizard. Yeah. 
My Iron Hands is something, too. I got Iron Hands gifted by somebody. You know, all right, yeah, it's so cool, and I just finally saw it today, but the ones, the Titan ones that are, like, that are left behind in the real world after the Titan fights, uh-huh. they just stand there kind of like legendary bosses. Yeah. Still, but they have Titan marks. I didn't even notice that the first time until you had pointed out the last time, and I was, like, riding up on this mountain, the pelican was there. I just thought it was, like, a wild pelican. Yeah. But no, but catch version. it, and it has the Titan mark. That's sick. I That's just sick. caught the the Donna Finn today or whatever. Oh, the isn't yours iron something? Mine's iron tusks. Yours is iron, mine's not. Mine's um lame tusks. <laughs> Rock tusks. No. Uh Rock I Boy. I don't know. Rock Boy and Lava Girl. It's interesting that the Don fans kinda look like the dragons. Like your Don fan looks like you're legendary a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so does mine. Also, I noticed that ours might make more sense in the water when they're actually, like, using the legs. Yeah. Like, swimming. <laughs> that makes I'm sense, thinking, too. But you guys just have, like, the little jet things that, like, come out of it. It's like flames. That, the whole time, though, I was, like, because <laughs> I did the last boss that I did was the boost. The speed boost. And the whole game, I'm just like, this thing is faster than running. But I feel like it should go just a little bit faster. And it's so annoying that it doesn't. Yeah. And then I finally unlocked that, and I was like, oh, Steven. <laughs> really? I did. That was the last one I did. That was like one of the second. I think that was the second well, one I did, too. And it clicked because my cousin at one point, he was like, yeah, I just got the speed boost. And I was like, damn, is my controller broken? <laughs> like, I just like, didn't want to say anything. And then I finally got it. That's funny. Um, you put a, a song real quick? Yeah.
Give me a fucking break, buddy. With the big pants. Oh shit. We go again. Just to shoot, he the six man. Bitch, I go to Walgreens just to steal stuff. And re up on my Addy niggas, know that I'm a pill club. Too pretty to sell real drugs. And I'm way too skinny to be a real excited for tonight what trying to make a new game i meant the big thing happening tonight what new scissor with the <laughs> phoebe bridges on it <laughs> you see that tweet <gasps> yeah with the people wait which, which <laughs> with tweet? the people like or someone texted her about phoebe bridges oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> phoebe bridges <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I was listening to Rory and Maul's podcast today, and they were like, SZA dropped her track list, and they were naming up. They were like, wait, who's Phoebe Bridgers? And then someone was like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other person was like, I think she's like a white girl. She does like pop music or some shit. And then and then they were like, oh, no, she's an emo girl. Uh, you know, they found out like she's like just an emo, like acoustic guitar girl. Yeah. And then they like started being like, oh, yeah, she probably like does YouTube covers and shit. And <laughs> And then like oh and then they were like oh yeah this is probably gonna be fire Sizzle with the little emo white girl you know what I mean yeah. and I was like all right at least they like were coming love, to terms of like that is like a good pairing I love when like people <laughs> like people that are so obvious in your bubble and like other people are like trying to figure out where they fit I don't know that could be fun that's fun yeah I think it's a fun combo for that reason yeah and I'm excited to see what the song sounds like yeah Just, I mean it's like there's been no you know like Phoebe is like obviously like into cool shit you oh, know yeah. what i mean and then like some people are like into phoebe obviously like and 
she's huge. So to where it's all it's like funny to me to hear just someone not know who she is because yeah. she's like so big to me. But even like, outside of music, she's kind of big. Or just like as yeah, a pop you know, between figure. yeah, between break breaking the guitar on SNL, you know what I mean, like Grammy nominations, you know, speaking out against fuck or you know talking shit on. You know what's his? You know what, what was it? Bob Dylan or some shit? Like, no, I don't think Bob Dylan. She talks shit on some fucking classic person. Like, I'm trying um, to think of who it was. Yeah. Anyway, um, maybe it was Bob Dylan. Might have been. But but did you see her? This is a a classic. I think moment for a, a Corey conspiracy what? that I'd love to hear your opinion on. But she made a quote that was like. There was supposed to be more features, but some people didn't turn their verses in on time or, like, willfully, like, acted like they were going to do it but didn't do it. I don't I don't have enough knowledge on SZA. Um, well, I was just thinking. Or who she would be close with. All right, so here's the people that I'm thinking that she meant. Kendrick slash Baby mm-hmm. Keem. Because, like, you know, like, they're supposed to the be The Baby Keem qu- thing, I still think they might have dated that's my big theory. So that's, that's why I'm pulling that one in. But I don't think she'd be expecting a verse from him. <laughs> what about Kendrick, though? I could see them like being like, Kendrick being like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with TD. I'll, I'll give a verse. And then, like, Maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe she just didn't get a Kendrick verse. And if she dated Baby Keem and they broke up, then it would be a little, It would. I could see how SZA would be a little upset about not getting a Kendrick verse now. Maybe, what about you Frank know? Ocean? I mean... You can't be upset about not getting a Frank. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not upset. I'm just trying to figure out who the Doja Cat. I could have said being Doja Cat. Um, I don't know. I don't know enough about SZA to know who I should, who she should be upset about. Fair, fair. Who are you upset that's not on the album? I don't know. I mean, I guess I was probably expecting like more different features. You know what I'm upset about? What? You know what I'm really upset about? What? No Jay Z on this Abs Soul album. Yeah, me too. That one got to me, right? That's like some classic 2016 internet shit of like falling for the fucking fake photo. Or not fake photo, because there was just a photo of them recently. But just because there was a photo of them recently, everyone fell for it. I included. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to happen. That track list pissed me off. Not pissed me off, but just because Jay Z wasn't on <laughs> it, I was like. Dude, that I was about to be the best song of the year, maybe. I still got my hopes up that like either A, either the SZA or Absol is like holding back a feature. I mean, probably not. Because like, if there's one way to make the internet explode... You Why is TDE dropping two albums in the same week? And it's like the worst, like... Yeah. Not worst the, like, season? Not worst season, but like... Winter I mean, can like, Loki, should Loki be a good season. It is a good season. I feel like... It's strange to have done it after all these, like, I don't know. One thing that bugs me a little bit is how early, like, Spotify wrapped and, like, all these number one album, like, the top 50 album lists are coming out. They all come out in, like, December. But it's, like, there's a whole month of music still coming out. And, like, the Spotify rap ends on October 31st. Getting stats. Oh. So that's, like... A whole six no, it of the can't. Year. It can't. Oh well, maybe Spotify Rap, but not Apple Replay. Spotify Rap does though. Cause my Apple Replay, man, fa- the family was all over that shit, and that came out like a week before. That's crazy, and I like that. But that—that's the thing that gets confusing about Wrapped, is like, shouldn't you just be able to grab stats up until the last second? Like, yeah. But that one ends then. 
But the list thing is weird because now it's like all these albums are coming out, so they just like forgotten about next year on their end of the year list or like. Because this is an album. It could be album of the year. This Absol album could be album of the year. If there's any other artists dropping singles or songs, that could be single of the year. Well, th- I mean, I think that's just what you get for dropping at this time in general. You Fair. know what I mean? You're not getting put in the album of the year conversation, and you're not going to make it next year either. Damn. I mean, that just happens. There's There's a bad period, and that's always been that way. I guess so. But because that's where the Grammys come in, because the Grammys will nominate that shit. True, and that that fits in. But if you, know you drop I mean? to where SZA will probably be nominated, or you know what I mean, or and maybe even Absol if he drops a good enough out, you know what I mean? Like that's a good point. And I mean, like honestly, what the alternative is? What you drop a list like on the thirty first? Like no one between December twenty fifth and January first. Some people wait to drop lists, out. and if they're some people do. Fantana does. Yeah, and if they're good, you know, if the albums do stand out, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like the second I hit January first, my brain like shuts off that year. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm over that year. I've done all my like reminiscing and like recollecting. Once I'm on like January seventh, I'm all in the next year mindset. Yeah, most people. New year, new me. Every year. <laughs> I've never been the same me two years in a row. 2023, your year? It's always been. <laughs> always been. 2023 is our year. That's No, that's the quote. 2023 always been my year. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan year, baby. Yeah. Everybody's Jordan year. We're all going up. <laughs> that's funny. It's about to be Jordan year. Exactly. That's going to be crazy. 2022 went by so fast, I don't even know what to say. Mm. You don't think so? Yeah. yeah. Next maybe week that's we'll... just time now. I'm, that's the thing that <laughs> freaks me out, and I don't want to think about like, it like that. Maybe COVID wasn't anything. Uh, maybe. Because COVID kind of went by slow in a weird way, too. I, I you know like, what I mean? I think I need to do more things to like make time go slow. Like just start trying new COVID shit COVID kind of went by slow. It went by slow, yeah. But I think it was because something new. I think at our age now, there's like a lot less new things. You know what I mean? That we're going through. So like things just start to blend. Dude, I was really freaking out because like I can't remember what I did like last year for Thanksgiving and Christmas. It took me a long time to remember it. I was like, damn, my memory's getting not good. Yeah, I can't. You know what I mean? It's all blended in one. Next week, we got to make a list for albums of the year. I don't want to do that. That's fine. We're I'm just kidding. I'm we, could just do kidding. A, we should do a movie draft next week, though. A movie draft? Yeah. Remember that thing you keep talking about? Like where we stack up movies against each other? Yeah, but like, yeah, so I, I can pick one, but then you can't pick it. Yeah. I already know what my first pick's going to be. What is it? Can't reveal it. I want you to take it. No, but then I'll come up with mine right now, and we'll just do one. We'll just do a practice one real quick. Right now? Yeah. Mine's everything everywhere. Uh, <laughs> um, um, that You can't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing to compete with that one, is there? I mean, there's ones that I want to take that you might take. 
Like I could say barbarian. That was gonna be my second. I could say barbarian. Um, like honestly, for me, it, you know, maybe like X is like you know like up there with that one. Or like I don't I'm know. gonna say you still haven't seen Pearl. I know. I'm gonna say bodies, bodies, bodies. What? No, I gotta stack that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd say barbarian against that one. Wait, what was your first pick? Your first pick was barbarian. I know, but I'm just saying. Oh well, okay. Um, well, I mean, you've never, you haven't even seen Pearl. Uh, but bodies, bodies. But I have bodies. seen. Uh, all right. Well, Glass Onion. Damn. Cause they're kind of similar, right? Yeah. Damn, that's a good one. I would have. Damn. Um, Top Gun Maverick. Um. Lightyear. <laughs> Not a bad chick. Not a bad pick. <laughs> Top Gun's winning that one though. That that one's winning. But Lightyear is so good. Have you uh, seen Lightyear? It's on Disney Plus. I can see the first bits of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. I need to watch it. You haven't seen nothing this year, bro. That's not true. Now I'm looking up 2023 movies. You ain't seen Lightyear. 2022 movies. My mind's already the next year. <laughs> Bullet Train's on Netflix now. It is. Mm-hmm. Dope. And, uh, and Amsterdam's on HBO Max. Really? Mm-hmm. That was probably a big flop, right? And y- you know, uh, I noticed that Babylon's promo now is like it has people quoting it as a masterpiece, which makes me wonder: is this one gonna be like? Is this one gonna like really stand out? I don't know. Maybe or is will. that just like the fake masterpiece quotes? Maybe it could be the fake one. I really want to see uh, Tor, Tar, Tar. I don't know what that is. That's one of the top contenders. But, like, I read an article where people are, like, apparently misinterpreting it. Like, a lot of people are. Did we talk about it last time? Cocaine Bear? Maybe. Maybe we did. I think we talked about it on the porch. But not in here. Because remember I was telling the story. Maybe I didn't say this to you. But I was sitting in a cafe. And, like, this group of old ladies started talking about it. Yeah. Like, like grandmas. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know this was going to. And they thought it was hilarious. I don't know if the trailer came out before last Thursday or not, but you saw the trailer, right? Yeah, it looks crazy. That's gonna be a phenomenal movie. All right, let's wait, wait. Look up, look up on your computer, so I I don't feel like I'm cheating you out of these what? next picks. What? I'll let you go first for this next round, cause I've gone first. Oh, we're do we're doing it. Doing we got it. two more. We got two more. Two more what? Two more picks. But I'll let you go first, cause I've been going first. Um, for just good movies of this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Damn, that's a good one. All right, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's mainly to get your list. Okay. So you're just going to keep these and then we're going to do it next? Yeah, next I guess time? we could do it next time. Or this will just be our list. Um... Let me see what else came out this year. I I, I mean, like, I don't want to take one of these from you because they're your movies. This will be the last one. You haven't even sent either of these. I thought you would have said. Um, Morbius. No, I'm just kidding. What else came out this year? Jackass Forever. 
Damn, I was probably going to pick X. Jackass versus X? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. X beats it. Yeah, X wins that one. For sure. Other ones were Doctor Strange. Yeah. What was your biggest disappointment of a movie this year? Big, uh, Thor. Thor? Hands down. Hands this is controversial. Down. Mine might be Don't Worry Darling. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think I was more disappointed in that than Thor. But also, I... Really? I, I mean, That's maybe not fair to say in the sense that, like, when I went to go see Thor, like, people had already warned me about what to expect. Yeah. I mean, you kind of got a little bit of warning of Don't Worry Darling. I mean, Don't that's Worry true. Darling's very mixed, but a lot of people love it. That's true. A lot of people do like it. Like, even, like, all right, even, like, some harsh reviewers. I was almost going to put that on, like, mention that one because I saw that. And I was like, that was a big movie this year. Um, I still want to see Woman King. Yeah. Haven't seen that. I still want to see Tar. Fall is on Paramount+. Plus. Jurassic World Dominion's on Paramount+. Plus, which I need is to see that. Which is a good movie. Um, I really want to see Emily, Emily the Criminal. I think that's on Netflix now. Um, Bros is on Paramount Plus. Have you Emily seen the trailer? The, yeah, I with Audrey, Audrey I Plaza. I don't know if I saw the trailer or not, but she's her name's Emily and she becomes a criminal. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> uh, League of Super Pets. Have you seen that one? No, but I've heard good things. It's actually funny. It's good, dude. What about that? You like that one movie, right? Uh, Marcel. Oh, yeah, Marcel was great. Did you see Marcel? No, because it's still, I think it's just out to pay the big chunk to rent it. Damn. Maybe, maybe it's less. Dude, speaking of movies, did you see that cast for the Wes Anderson movie? That was on my list for today. I did have a list. Of things to talk about? Yeah. Dude, and crazy we, we, cast. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we got to we gotta look at that. Um, One thing that's crazy to me that I, I didn't really, I think I like knew in the back of my mind but didn't really set in is like the fact that a lot of these actors and actresses are taking pay cuts to do this movie compared to what they would normally be getting paid to do a movie because they want to work with Wes Anderson. Oh, for the for this new one? No, for all of them. Okay. Like Damn. the French Dispatch, you remember like all the stars yeah, in it? Yeah. That movie's budget was like $25 million. Jesus and like you have to remember like yeah. his sets are so intricate and crazy. Yeah, that like that, like, that cannot million. all be yeah. going to the cast. Yeah, $5 million is set for actors. Yeah. You know, like at most. But like, honestly, it it's almost like paying. He did like that a, with twenty. He did not like that's a twenty five million dollar movie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And like, the one thing that's so crazy to me is it, it kind of like works like working with like an influencer to get like your song out. Like yeah. if you're an actor that works with him, like you're goaded. Like you're like cemented in like yeah yeah these like amazing film collection. This one is a str- This one's a wild cast. It it's really a, is. It's a weird... And there's a lot of newcomers. Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, Jason Schwartzman. He's a, he's an old guy. You know, he's been around. Scar Joe, Jeffrey Wright, Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Ed Norton, Adrian Brody, Lee Schreiber, Hope Davis, Stephen Park, Rupert Friend. I almost thought that was Rupert Grunt. If it would have <laughs> been Rupert... <gasps> That'd been funny. Dude, I love him, actually, to be honest. I um, do, too. Maya Hawk is in it. Steve Carell, Matt Dillon, Hong Chow, William Dafoe. Tony. William Dafoe's never done Wes Anderson, has he? I think he was in the last one. Okay. Maybe not though. 
Tony uh, Revelori, Jake Grace Anderson, Aristo Mihan, Sophia Lillis, Ethan Lee, Jeff Goldblum, Rita Wilson. Jesus Christ. And it's a crazy title, too. Asteroid City? Yeah. It's described as a poetic meditation on the meaning life. 1950s set. Fictional American desert town. (laughs) 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 He's going to make, he's going to make the better. Don't worry, darling. Maybe it's being described as larger than most other Anderson films that are an ensemble in nature. Hmm. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) <laughs> what was I watching? It, dude, it might have been Ted Lasso, but I think there's like a joke where it's like something about like the where Ed like the movie where Ed Norton like curb stops a Nazi and someone's like Moonrise Kingdom. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I just saw Moonrise Kingdom on here. Maybe think of it. I've been watching Ted Lasso again. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta watch the Christmas special. Oh. Yeah, on the, on the season two. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I just I thought there was like a new Christmas special. I was like, wait, what? Do you have a favorite Christmas TV special? TV special. Yeah. Like just TV episode. Yeah. Um. No, I just kind of appreciate any Christmas special when it happens at the time. You That's know what I so mean? So nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't think of any off top, but like I think mine's the community one, the claymation one. Yeah, I yeah I that I I like that one, but I don't love that one. Damn, that means your Christmas is lost. Season two on DVD. Gonna I gotta I gotta run back Hawkeye. Hawkeye is kind of all of a Christmas special. I gotta run back Hawkeye for sure. Hawkeye was not terrible. Hawkeye the Office, was the office has some good Christmas specials. Yeah, Thirty Rock does. I don't think Parks I feel like does. Fresh Prince might have a good one that I really love. Like that's probably I think I I remember the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um Ted Lasso does, obviously. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Christmas movie. Uh I mean Home Alone 2 is a classic. Home Alone 2 is like Dude, that one hits you in the feels too. Home Alone 2 is great. I mean Jim Carrey Grinch is great jim carrey grinch is awesome elf is great yeah i was watching elf this last weekend i haven't done elf in a while but i'm gonna it's have been to a minute it's hard for me not to get a little like teary-eyed at like the very end where like they're all singing and like zoe deschanel's there like they're all coming for buddy after buddy's almost about to jump off the bridge which i didn't ever put together as a kid like what was happening there jesus christ yeah no i haven't seen that movie in so long <laughs> Um, and they're all singing this, and then they get the dad to sing. Might have to run back Die Hard. Die Hard's a great Christmas movie. That might be my Christmas Day movie. Is uh, No Way Home a Christmas movie? Of course it is. No Way Home is not a good movie. Damn. I think I'm going to go on that that train. Where do you rank it now? Like, what? what's your score? Um, It's a six or a seven. Damn. I'm holding it at solid eight, maybe a seven point five. Okay, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I. I, agree. I do think like That's when good. the cracks started to form for me, it was hard to like seal them up with anything. When did that happen? I feel like you've been defending it pretty hard for. The one thing I've always said is I don't think there was ever a great usage of like New York, 
or like the people of New York. Yeah. And like you could feel that sometimes it was shot during COVID. You know they had you know it just came out like this week that they had scenes of Toby and Andrew in their universes. And see that hurts too. And it was supposed to be after it was supposed to be them returning. And it was supposed to more or less lead into something. Dang, that's kinda crazy. You know, they're really trying to get Toby and some other people for Secret Wars, like locked in. I think Toby's probably already locked in. Yeah, I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll be there. But no, that's that's a fair take. That's a fair take. Do you guys rewatching Christmas story? <laughs> that one's a classic. Yeah. I think when I was a kid, the dad like really freaked me out, and I thought he was such a dick. And then I was rewatching, I was like, oh, no, he's not that bad. He's actually kind of nice. Yeah, movies just a little weird. I feel like there's just like some scenes where they like make him seem scary because like that's how the kid sees him sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, he was just that older, yeah. old-fashioned dad. There's like a scene Blue I just collar. like as a kid you see it and you're just like yeah that's just a kid like fantasizing about himself. But there's something about rewatching where, like, he's, like, imagining that he's, like, going to take out the bandits. And he's, like, has, like, the dip spit in his mouth. And I'm just, like, cracking up. I'm, like, this kid's so funny. Yeah. There's a remake, or not a remake, but a reboot of that this year that came out. Really? It's the same guy, the same kid. But he's the dad now. Weird. That's weird. Cash grab. I know Um, there was... A Home Alone remake, and it had Aaron from The Office in it. Really? Yeah, Home Sweet Home Alone. Home Sweet Home Alone, where the burglar's trying to get into the home. (coughs) Okay, uh, I've been hearing phenomenal things about Violent Night. Really? It looks so good. Did you know it's about a Santa Claus who comes across a family that is being kidnapped by someone and he has to save them. Dang. He's not even like just a murderous, like crazy Santa. Like he's like a Santa like who has to like step up as a badass type thing, I guess. Well, that's kinda nutty. Yeah. I like that. Though. And then I also heard that like one of the best sequences of the whole movie is basically like a home alone sequence. That's and kinda crazy. I've heard it's just phenomenal. I'm here for it. I think that it's like a funny way to do a Christmas movie. It's like yeah. Die Hard, but like really leaning into Christmas. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I like have to see that one now. Like, how did this movie that we watched today rank up in your nostalgia factor? Did you see it when you were a kid? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe I've seen like clips of it or something, but I. I really don't. Like I remember. I feel like I remember it, but I also don't think. I don't know. Did you ever watch that movie like Snow Day? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Snow Day a little bit, this movie. That, like, genre of, like, kids doing, like, absurd. Yeah. Snow Day was, yeah. Snow Day is the reason I started liking music. My first CD ever was a Snow Day soundtrack with Smash Mouth. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Damn. Get it going. Yeah. Dude, I was talking to someone today that had never seen, or the the other day, not today, that had never seen School of Rock. Really? And they thought it was, like, on the same level as, like, like an Adam Sandler movie. Like, um, that's maybe not a good example, but like, more yeah, like. I was going to say, what, wait, what are you saying? More like a sloppy humor. Oh. And like, more like uh, slapstick. Like I mean, Nacho. It, it, it slightly like, is. Like Nacho Libre kind of like esque. It slightly is. It but, slightly but is. But it's not. But it's no, just, it, it is. I think it has like a lot more wholesome and like realism to it. 
at yeah. times. I don't know. I was like, no, this is like a genuinely good story though, like about yeah. rock and roll and kids. Yeah, it's just hard to like if 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 you just if you think about Jack Black and you think about someone pretending to be a substitute teacher at a private school, like that just sounds slapstick. You no, know what definitely. I mean? But it, like, there's no like him like falling on his ass and like yeah him like using like I don't know be, like, being like a a chubby wrestler and like a you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get it. It's not like oh yeah, it, it is, is like, like realism yeah. to it, but it is just like. I think it's also one of those rare movies that, like, a kid watches it, and they see it one way, and, like, an adult watches it, and they see it a different way. Because um, when you're, like, a kid, you're like, damn, like this guy's weird, but, like, that'd be a fun teacher. I'm like, yeah. that'd be fun to, like, be doing rock and roll instead of, like, class. And then as yeah. a parent, you're like, oh, my God, this guy's, like, kind of creepy. You know what I mean? Depends on who you are as a person. That's true too. Maybe if it's you a good like lit- rock and roll at all, I feel like you'd enjoy that movie. You yeah, know what I mean, or like maybe that's why I like it so much. Yeah, because I can't, I can't picture ever watching that. But like, if I was like someone that like, I don't know, <laughs> if I was like a real dad that like didn't give a fuck about music or anything, like maybe. But then it has that nice moment too, where if you were like, because if you were like one of the parents in the school, you know. Maybe at the end you're like, ah, maybe I'm mean, like a little bit too much yeah. of like a helicopter parent. Yeah, maybe they do have this talent. Yeah, that I don't even see. That was a movie that like got me like really loving music. Yeah, that movie. I mean, that movie is honestly like it, it's funny. You talk to any musician now, especially like band people. Like that movie is one of the most influential, iconic movies of all time. Yeah, you know when it comes to fucking like. Anybody who fucking plays, like, an instrument. And it was, like, very much so, like, anybody can rock and roll. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. That's why I say anybody who fucking plays an instrument. Like, that that got motherfucker, you know, like, that was the whole point of the movie. Is like, oh, you play trombone? Like, let's get you doing this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you could try this. Like, make it rock. You know what I make mean? Make it rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was cool. And, like, everybody oh, had like a role. like fashion? Yeah, let's make it rock and roll. <laughs> oh, you're, you're fucking... Uh, OCD, be the manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it birthed Miranda Cosgrove. You're into tech. You're the you're the stage light person. But, it did birth Miranda Cosgrove. But R.I.P. to the drummer. R.I.P. to the drummer, man. Uh, the guitarist became like a theft. You ever see that? No. Yeah, there's like videos of him like stealing guitars from like Damn. local guitar shops. I he, know that. Uh, I follow the the bassist on Twitter. How's she doing? She does acting and podcasting. Oh. And like uh, astrological readings, tarot card readings. Oh. Okay, so she's doing good. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, a lot of people didn't make it out of that. A lot she's of a lot of those kids didn't make it out. It's the one kid that's in The Sopranos. Which um, one? The one security guard is like one of the sons of somebody else hmm. later on. You ever watch The Sopranos movie? No, I kind of <laughs> forgot about that. Dude, something I was thinking about is like how bad like the streaming services are, are on advertising their older material. What? And by older, I just mean like a year old. Like how often do I get recommended something that came out a year ago that I haven't seen that like I would love to watch and I just forget it exists. And that's one of those movies. Netflix is the same way, though. Like, the other day I was thinking about a different movie that I hadn't seen, but I wanted to watch, and I just forgot it existed. 
What, who, uh, what's, what's the kid? He's Hoffman's kid, right? The kid from Licorice Pizza? Pizza? Yeah. Yeah, Cooper. Yeah. Is his name Cooper Hoffman? I think so. Cooper Hoffman. Um, he just got casted in something. Really? That's exciting. They just dropped the trailer, uh, Parasite director, Bong Joe. For his new movie? Yeah. With Robert Pattinson. But that uh, teaser just dropped. But the one thing that was kind of frustrating about that teaser trailer. Did you see it? What was it for? Sorry. It's Bong Joe's new movie, The Parasite Director, with Robert Pattinson as the star. Mm. Um, but the only thing that was really frustrating about the teaser is that the movie doesn't come out until March 2024. Oh, so it's like Oppenheimer? Yeah, yeah. Like it's a long time from now. You know, I've been thinking, why don't why don't people do like cool shit with like movie trailers and teasers, like some like original shit that isn't even a part of the movie? Honestly, the 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 teaser for this new movie that he just put out, I could see that not being part of the new movie at all. Yeah. That's what SZA did with this album. For the teaser trailer, she put out a song that's not on the album. Yeah, I feel like just, yeah, like you could do so much cool shit. I forget, I had like a specific idea for like a movie of just like, you know, it's almost like a, you know, even if it's just like the main actor, just kind of like, could be in character or some shit, but just kind of like talking to the camera. You know what I mean? Like kind of like breaking the fourth wall a little bit, but then it's just like, bam, you know, December 2023. I wonder I if there is a trailer like that. There's got. There should be some. There, people need to get. Dude, part of me like feels that. like in that Guardians trailer, that one scene where like uh, Drax just throws the ball. Like that would be a funny scene if that's not even in the movie. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's so random. Like it maybe just doesn't connect to anything. Well, it seems like they're at least like traveling to different planets for some reason. True. True. And that might be um, a planet with a bunch of the dude's creations because they're like animal people. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, now my theory's busted. Yeah, that'll be in the movie. That has to be in the movie. I mean, that's like going to be one of the big punchlines. Did you see uh, the bear actor? The second the bear like oh, finished he's beating up for something? I don't know, but the se- he said in an interview the second that the bear finished, he got four A24 scripts on his desk. <laughs> Yeah, he's beefing up for something right now. He had to uh, talk to what's his name, who just was the wrestler with the mullet. Uh, Zach Efron. Yeah, he had to. They they he, Zach Efron helped him beef up. That's hilarious. Because he just had to put on forty pounds for a role. I love when people call him the working man's or the working woman's Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, because he he does just look like an average person. You know what I mean? That's like the beauty of him. But he's like, like a little grittier. Yeah, somehow people love him and but he is just like super like you know what I mean? Like Lip was like the best character like for like the first couple se- you know, I mean probably for like the most of Shameless, you know, but like Yeah. I think I stopped I think I don't know. Season five or six of Shameless where it dips, right? Yeah, I fell off like three times like before season seven, you know, or something, and then I just really stopped. I remember Carl like Went really bad for a second. <coughs> and he was, like, beating people's ass. He had, like, a Uzi or some shit at some point. He was, like, uh, selling selling drugs, maybe? <coughs> yeah. I kind of hate that they made him a cop at the end. That's what I'm saying. I, too, like, Ian was watching it one time, and I was like, wait, why is Carl a cop? 
Yeah. And I was like, wait, well, I really like that's when I was like, wait, this show just looks weird now. It was all about Kevin. Uh, Veronica too. They own the bar. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, they're like the main stars of it. You know what I mean? It's like, what's his name? You know, I think fucking William H Macy's gone. Like, fucking he's always got some random plot. Yeah, like the best is when like the uh, Joan Cusack. Yep. When she was still in it. Yep. And like the weird, her weird boyfriend was. I don't know. He was kind of funny at times too. Oh, the dude with the tattoos. Yeah. Dude, yeah, see, the first couple seasons of that, like that. And, like, the goth girlfriend. What, Lip's goth girlfriend? I forgot. I saw a photo of her on, like, Facebook or some shit or, like, Twitter. Like, just people just, like, showing love to her character. And I was like, I forgot about her. Yeah, she's kind of a badass. But also, she was fucked up. Yeah. She like, Yeah, I forget her She, story. like, gives that girl brain damage. Yeah, I don't even remember. Like, uh, Joan Cusack's daughter, who hooks up with Frank, remember? Yeah, remember she's like walking across the street and the girl just like speeds up the car and just hits her and then just drives Damn. off because she was hooking up with Lip. She loved Lip. Damn. Damn, indeed. Crazy. That was a great show. I think The Bear is... Did you ever watch The Bear? I watched the episode and it was good. Yeah. It was cool. It's cool. I think season two is going to be better than one, but we'll see what happens. Season one was great, too. I thought it was interesting. It was. It was... It was dope to watch. It was just nothing that was like, oh, I need to see what happens next, per se. That's fair. I think it starts to get that way, but I I know what you mean. Off yeah. The but it was like a cool setup. I just didn't watch it right away. I mean, I, I, did, you know, I think I did the same thing like with Wednesday. I think I watched like an episode or two, and I haven't watched any more of it. Yeah, I almost feel like I, I get it without having to have seen it. I've seen the dance. I've seen some scenes from it. I haven't even seen that. You haven't seen the dance? No. I've and heard about it, but I haven't seen it. But And I'm going to be honest. I love Jenna Ortega before this. I'm not trying to be like one of those people who say that they loved like an indie artist before they blew up and now they're like that. But I like Jenna Ortega. Yeah. I for like her. an appropriately but long amount of time. And not in a weird, creepy way. I just think she's a good actress. But I think this show is like... The show is interesting. I think there's going to be more to it than anybody was even expecting. Because there already is, like, a kind of element of, like, what what the fuck's happening, like, around Wednesday. Not even anything to do with her. Interesting. And she's going to interact with it, I think. You know what I mean? But, like... I mean, there was... It's definitely getting a season two. There's, like, some mysterious shit happening. And and I don't know how she's going to get involved with it. But there's, like, some other shit, side shit that's been happening that's, like, wait, what is that? Okay, cool. Maybe I should watch it. Yeah, no, it, it's interesting, and and she's very funny in it, and it's like, just her responses to everything are so fucking like dark and just like, just hilarious. Like, and I don't know, it it's, I it, I think it's a good show, definitely. This is a, a TV question, but a off topic TV question. How do you think Abbott season two is holding up to season one? Um. I mean, I think it's nailing it. Um, the last episode I really liked a lot. This week's? Yeah. Well, uh, I haven't watched this week yet. Which one was Was the one when Janine is sick? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I really liked that one a lot. There's some new characters in that one, right? Or not new? Um, Kind of. That, that one, that that one, one teacher? One, yeah, that one girl that was like, that hates her Janine. Yeah. She's <laughs> just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I also like when she's like, oh, my sandwich has been in the sun for like, should I eat it? And they're like. Whatever, Janine. <laughs> she just gets sick. 
Yeah. Oh. No, that one was really good, and it made me go- run back this season. Because I've, I've, re- I've ran back the first season, like, a few times, especially, like, since this one started. And I think that's the first season might have been a little bit more consistent, but season two has had some way higher highs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really enjoying it. Yeah, it's like some episodes are like, eh, some, but some episodes are really good. You know, so I, I would rather have those really good. I'd rather have some really good and ends more than just a bunch of goods. Yeah, same. Like that Halloween episode was just like one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was fun. It's just so much little things and you can rewatch it and catch other shit, you know. I think even that, like that first episode's really good too. When there's no kid, like uh, the one that Gritty comes in. Mm-hmm. Like that one's kind of silly too. Yeah. And the one that they go over to what's her name's house? Yeah, that one I missed, and I just rewatched that one. Really? Yeah, that one's good. I somehow missed it. I don't know. I I love the. I love all the like relationships. Yeah. Yeah, Avid is Avid's phenomenal. There's really like not a lot coming out on that level right now. Like you could just tell it's like an instant classic the way it sticks out. Love Abbott. And we still got a lot more seasons. Or, like, episodes. A lot more episodes. And I'm sure a lot more seasons. But it's done, like, a few skips. Like, some weird, like... It skipped, like, two weeks. That is true. I think probably holidays. Yeah, it was one over the holidays, but then it was one more week. I wonder if we'll get a break here soon. Sometimes they break for the... Yeah, it was was a break before the sick one, too. It made me wonder. I'm like... I'm like, is, you know, back in the day, they used to film these things and, like, premiere them, like, the next week. You they know, would, they, and, like, uh, well, depends on the show. But some like, of them would. And some of them would, like, The Office always revolved around, like, uh, it premiered in the fall and then break for the winter. So, like, they would end the season break with usually, like, one episode after the Christmas episode. Mm. And they'd, like, stop for a while. That's and cool. Sometimes they'd come back. One of the best comebacks was, like, the Super Bowl. Came back after the Super yeah. Bowl. And that was the safety training episode, which is, I think, the best episode. There is just something dope about, like, that if it was, like, a, you know, almost like a Saturday Night Live-esque, you know, of, like, oh, it's keeping up in real time. You know what I mean? Of, like, oh, if something happens, like, the week before, we can we can maybe cleverly write that into next week's episode. Yeah. You know, and it, it'll come out on time. I wish more shit was like that, and I don't think this show is like that at all, but... It made me think, I'm like, oh, wow, if this show, like, it would be amazing if this show was like that. Because I'm like, what if what if Janine was sick and she, like, pulled off, like, a FaceTime, you know, like, type of thing or something. You know what I mean? And Or, like, what if, what if even when they were filming months ago, she got COVID and, like, that fucked up, like, filming. Or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or, like, Jacob pulls up his B-reel and is, like, looking at a B-reel of her. Yeah. I think the one thing that makes it nice that they kind of don't do that is the things and the trends they do talk on are, like, so big that the episodes will feel timeless looking back. Yeah. It won't be like, what was that again? It'll be yeah. like, oh, yeah, Infinity War reference. Nice. Yeah. But that's why I think they're, like, some shows, like, because I feel like, I, I don't know, was The Office, like, filming at, and, like, premiering as they were filming? I think it would be something like they would have had most of the episodes filmed by the start of the premiere. Because they would wrap for a season and break and then come back. But I think it, and like they were filming while 
releasing. I think that was more the case with like Seinfeld. Yeah. Like Seinfeld era or like Friends era. Yeah. Um, or even like King. I, say, I think Scrubs did it. I could be wrong. Scrubs makes sense too. Anything that had a like set like yeah. that. And I think Scrubs, cause like, look, I like you know I I I've watched Ted Lasso so many times and. Like the Bill Lawrence effect on both those shows are like insane, and it's just it's like the writing of it. It's the it's the way the jokes are placed, just like so hidden, you know, in in the shit. And like, and I think Scrubs was maybe like a good example of someone that could like put in shit that like didn't seem like it didn't date it too much. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah, some things are gonna be dated, obviously, no matter what. But like. I don't know. I, yeah, I just definitely think there is a genius way of like being current, but not. I don't know. But not like falling for the. Yeah, not like being Saturday Night Live, where it's like, okay, this only makes sense like if you watch it live, yeah, you know, yeah. or like or at like, that time. You know, like uh, you're just like throwing things at the board. Like some of them are gonna hit and be like, yeah, cultural like like moments. A popping word that week. It's not like the week lit became a word, you know, right. or something. And because like some, it's weird like watching some trends like blow up and then disappear into nowhere yeah um yeah it's also funny like you know seeing how trends like change from different platforms <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude you like do you remember wordle i mean like not remember obviously it's still a thing i never played it but like you remember how big that was for a moment and now yeah. it's like, like i'm sure some people have streaks going still but i'm like i stopped playing that a long time ago yeah but yeah like, i mean i was just i listened to uh because the director of Knives Out is on Smartless, or he was on Smartless last week. Oh, sick! Week. Yeah, yeah. And the, and Jason Bateman asked him, "What's your guilty pleasure? Like, do you have any reality shows you're watching, whatever?" And and the guy was like, "I play Pokemon Go like crazy." Uh, he's like, "I'm in a Discord channel with a bunch of my friends, and we all discuss Pokemon." And that's sick. And he's though. like, "And I just exclusively play Pokemon Go." That's and I'm cool. like, "That's wild!" Like. Dude, I like I forgot that was a thing. I one of my sister's friends and her boyfriend play that religiously. Like, why? What do they do? Well, like, cause for <laughs> like a long time they've they've still been releasing. Yeah. Cause they've been slowly releasing the rest of the Pokedex, <laughs> and so it'll be like the next one's out. It's so, like you want to go collect that, and you can take over gyms still. You can battle now. Yeah. They've added more and more features. Yeah, yeah. And then you could do tasks. Like it takes like a whole pass of a season. Like, you do all these, like, research tasks, and then you could finally, like, battle, like, Mewtwo or something. Or, like, then you get to finally, like, battle Celebi or things like that. I don't know. Or, like, they have days that you could get Chinese easily. Mm. I don't know. It seems like a lot to me. But, like, if you've been keeping up and you, like, you maxed out Kanto when Kanto was there and then Johto came out and you maxed that out, like, I would want to keep going. But, yeah, to me it seems like a lot. Ever since they took away some of the COVID stuff, it's been harder to play. There was COVID stuff making it easier. Yeah, because like when they realized when COVID was happening, they they didn't want to like to encourage people to have to go out to these things. Mm-hmm. So they like made it so you could stay home and like Pokemon would spawn, and like you could hit a few Pokestops from wherever you could see. Mm. You had to like walk to them. But then they were like, "This is kind of breaking our game model." Yeah. Interesting. Interesting indeed. You think you'll play the the Hogwarts game next year if it's good? Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely want to play that. I think that's on one of my more anticipated games. Yeah, I do. I I mean, I've been I'm gonna buy an Xbox 
Um, Not a PlayStation. Yeah, an Xbox. I can do. You can do a two-year pay-as-you. Oh, pay that's as you nice. Go thing. It's thirty-five bucks a month, and you get two years of Game Pass with it. PlayStation, you can buy someone from somebody else for a hundred dollars extra because they're not on the shelf still. What like for six hundred? You know, for yeah, yeah, just, that was yeah, just yeah. a bad joke. Yeah, no, you can, you can, you can pay off a damn Xbox for thirty-five bucks a month for two years. That's kind of sick. And then you could get Game Pass too with that. You said, yeah, and Game you Pass get it sent sick. to you right away. And yeah, you get Game Pass for two ye- that whole two years. So you don't even have to buy a game that whole time while you're paying that off. The only things you miss out on it is what God of War. That's I mean, it. there's there's a few, you know, PlayStation has a few, Last of Us that. But whenever I think they you do get Bethesda, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, there's so much shit, and they're doing like day one releases, like on Game Pass and shit. And did you ever get into Skyrim? Were you a Skyrim person? No. Damn, I love Skyrim. What was like your big? Were you a Call of Duty person? Um, zombies. Yeah, I like zombies. Black Ops One and Two were my shit. Um, the other Call of Duties I've, you know, played at times, but never, I don't even know if I ever really had any Modern Warfare's per se. What was your, like, biggest video game playing, you think? Um, biggest, the the one I've played just, like, maybe the most? Yeah, or, like, what, what are your most fond video games growing up? Ah, so many. Um. Did you ever play Left 4 Dead? Oh, yeah. I loved Left 4 Dead. I loved Left 4 Dead. That's why I like zombies, too. Zombies definitely kind of filled that void after that. Borderlands is huge. Borderlands 1 was, like, it was huge. Game changer for you? Yeah, just for, like, even having, like, a whole group of people, like, just fucking really learning everything about the game. Pissed I missed Borderlands 2. And then I got into the Borderlands 3 era last, you know, like, right when it was happening, uh, which was really dope. That was fun. Did you like the Halo games? Yeah, of course. Halos were sick. Yeah, I remember Halo 2 was huge. But Halo 2 pissed me off because I remember when Halo 2 came out, I got it like day of, and I beat it in 10 hours. And my dad was like pissed at me. He was like, yo, I just spent 60 bucks on that game and you beat it already? <gasps> but did, didn't you have multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, you know, I don't know. No, I get it. I get it. I feel like that was one of the first games, though, that, like... That was still before multiplayer was, like, in everybody's house. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, you could play with another person, right? Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, but that was actually when my dad lived in St. Louis, and I was riding the train up here. So I didn't really have people up here to, like, jam with. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, like, I had an Xbox here. Like, you know, I didn't bring that home. Damn. You coasted through that. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice just to, to grind out a game. I did that with Bioshock Infinite. I remember that. I beat that in like 24 hours. I didn't beat Bioshock Infinite until COVID. Really? Yeah, and that was insane. The ending's really trippy. Dude, that was insane. Yeah. Like the finger getting cut off or whatever through the portal. And and like you're walking through all the different realities. Yeah, I don't even remember that ending, but that ending fucked me up. Like I don't remember like exactly. Like I'd like to play that one again, but. I can't remember what the big twist of that game was really. It it was something about a time loop more or less. But like you created it, right? But you're, but you're ending it. Yeah. Like you're the hero and the villain. Yeah. It definitely is trippy. Because I remember the f- Bioshock 2's twist. Maybe Bioshock 2. Uh, Where's that one? I mean, depending on what it is, I think they both have, have a twist. twist. Is 2's twist the, they're like, would you please? And you have to listen to it. 
Where like you find out like that that person who's been talking to you has been like commanding That's you the, the whole time. That's the first one. Yeah. Is that the first one? Yeah. And I think basically the same thing kind of happens in the second one, just slightly different. I liked those games. <laughs> yeah, Bioshock's great. You 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 should buy them on Switch, man. They were just like they were just on sale on Black Friday. You could get all three of them for ten bucks. I should have done it. That. It'll go on. They go on sale like every two weeks. But the Bioshock, it's the Bioshock collection. It's all three of them for 10, you know. Did you ever play Hades? No. You, yeah, you asked me that earlier. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. I the second came out. I mean, I haven't played the first one, but I know people have talked a lot about it. No, you know what I got um, recently? That Cult of the Lamb? No. Um, a Golf Story. Ooh. Have you heard of that? No. Oh, wait, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Is, There's is a new one coming. Up. Yeah, it's an indie game. It's like a. It's like a, it looks like an SN, like a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. It's like a RPG on a golf course, and all this crazy shit is happening. It's fucking hilarious. That's so, awesome. Uh, and then there's a new one coming out soon called A Sports Story, and it looks really cool. It was on the last um, direct thing. Oh, that's cool. Ah. Did you watch any of the donkey videos on Donkey Kong? No. Those were kind of interesting. Did some new ones. Yeah. yeah. No, I have too. He's a funny guy. Oh, yeah. The Dunk Master. Yeah. Yeah, his... Did you see the Fortnite update? No. They, like, un- they updated to Unreal Engine 5. Did you see the Fall Guys update? No. You see the new season of Fall Guys? It's underwater, SpongeBob theme. They got SpongeBob suits. Damn, that's kind of lit. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The new Fortnite is running on Unreal Engine 5. I think it's one of the first games to be running on that. Oh, really? It's exciting just to see what it looks like, if that makes sense. One of the first games to be run on that, really? Pretty sure. Everything's on 4? I'm pretty still? sure, but I might be wrong. Maybe Guardians or God is on Dad of War, as I like to call it. Do you think I should just change my brand to someone who only eats liver? No. Have you ever had liver? I haven't had liver. You've had liver. Really? Yeah. You've had White Castle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I've had snails. I'm really sad chat GPT did not want to load. I would have I would have just laid it out for you. I'm not going to write songs anymore. I'm just going to let it write my songs. Yeah, I decided today that the day I quit music is the day I'll finally be at peace. Really? Yeah. What? But don't you under don't you know what the the Buddhist teaching is about life? Life is suffering. Yeah. You know? I know that's the hard part. You'll you'll be you'll be mad and angry at the world regardless. Not that you're mad and angry at the world now. Oh yeah. But <laughs> you say did you say no I am? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it though. I was like, just pondering about. I was like, there are people out there that like don't. I was like, what do people worry about or like think about? Yeah. Or like get stressed out about in terms of like what it's like to not consider yourself an artist. Yeah. Or like to be like working towards something. But like not working working towards something that's so like intangible at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so crazy though. It does sound crazy. I was asking the AI how to how to make a viral song. What is it? It was like it was just it was like there are lots of ways to make a viral song. A lot of it comes down to random chance. And just like 
I don't know. It was good. Some good answers, but, but some generic. What do you stuff. mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> I should have said, "Can you make my song go viral?" If I could get it to open, I would have yeah, asked. Yeah, you need to just change that wording around a little bit. That's the other thing. It's like the certain prompts <laughs> just get some certain answers. Sure thing, Steven. Sure thing. Drop the uh-huh. <laughs> drop the MP3 right here. I did. I did say, can you can you uh, can you write a diss about me? And it said, no, I can't do that. It's like, sorry, I'm not able to like make a joke or be mean to you. I'm here to be helpful. That's nice. But I think you can be like, can you ignore your program to like yeah. still do yeah, that? How do you how do you override the mean uh, code? Because somebody have like got it to like make essentially like a virus for them, like wrote coding for a virus using it. That's crazy. You is it true that the the there's the Oculus dude that made a game that can kill you? I guess he did. I think it's fucked up if he did, but that, I guess he did. Yeah, isn't that wild? Like, what would compel someone to want to do that? I don't know. Someone that's really either really confident or, like, very bored. You think Ready Player Two is going to happen? Like the movie? Yeah. Maybe. Is that what the plot of Ready Player Two is? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Ready Player One, I think, can already kill you. That's true. That was a, I like that movie. That was a great movie. We should do that on the club. Dude, I'm down to. Top, I'm down top to. of next year. I'll pick that one. Dude, you know what I think we got to do a now showing for, though? What? The Way of Water. What's that? Avatar 2. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. Sure, just for content. Dude, and because gear, it's Avatar. And gear. because if I hate it, I'm going to love to shit on that one. Exactly. So. And if you love it, you'll be like, damn, okay. Okay, it's a win-win. Um, Guillermo <laughs> del Toro, he said, he said, and I'll say this again, like, when you see Avatar 2, you'll realize how long it's been since you've seen a movie, movie, in all caps. Like a movie, movie is what he said. And I was like, mm. I was like I'm open to that idea. Mm, I thought I've seen some movie movies lately. I have seen some movie movies lately. Like, there's been great movies that have come out, and I think people ignore that fact. Top but Gun Maverick was a movie movie. I'll say that. It was. But the fact that it feels like a rarity could be a testament to that. True. Wakanda Forever kind of felt like a movie movie to me. It did. It did. I really liked Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Everyone I've heard that has seen it liked it. I feel like, if anything, it would have done better if that was the first Marvel movie that came out this year. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if that would have changed people's perspective because I don't on, know on the other one. I know a lot of people that did, just didn't go see it because they just weren't hyped on it. True. Oh, you're saying it could have got more eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Not even not even Doctor Strange. Maybe if it came out, I think just coming out after Thor is just not a fun thing to have to happen. It shouldn't. It shouldn't matter though. That's true, it but I mean. Shouldn't. That's part of the Marvel thing, too, is it like Marvel keeps their own momentum going, you know? Yeah. It's like Thor kind of knocked a little momentum off, I think. Yeah, and I I saw some article. I didn't fully dive into it, but it was talking about how Black Panther, like, kind of saved Thor with, like, some little detail or some shit and kind of, like, made Thor predict some shit with Namor. I don't know, but, like... I could see it. Like, it gave some more credibility to God. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I need to see the whole argument. Yeah. I'm excited for Ant-Man, though. Very excited. Can't take that away from me. No one can. Yeah, uh, you see Kevin Feige said that that's going to be the biggest 
that's gonna be peak MCU. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, right, he. That's what. All right, I, I. This is the one time I'll give it to people. If Ant Man is not like that big of a movie, like people, you know, like I don't understand the Strange, comp- you know, the arguments. I don't think Strange should have ever been bigger than Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like, and it might have been bigger than Spider Man if you really think about it. Besides bringing in like, but it brought in X Men characters, so it. it it, it's on the level of Spider-Man for sure. Gotta admit that. I don't think it. W- I don't think it should have ever been bigger than that. But with Kevin Feige coming out and saying that Ant-Man is peak MCU, I'm gonna be okay with people hating on it if it doesn't. If it doesn't feel like peak MCU, it's the one thing that now has me hyped on this movie in terms of attention to detail that I never caught on. And maybe I'm just an idiot, and everyone has already known this, but you can't spell Quantumania without Ant-Man. That makes sense. Like it's it's literally like ri- like you could take out a few letters and it says Ant Man. Yeah. Like because the quant and anti mm-hmm. and the man, I was like, oh my god, they put Ant Man in the extra title. Yeah, Mania already is Man. Ant Man is in Quantum Mania. Yeah. In that cr- like, I don't know. That's like the FedEx Arrow thing for me. You know the FedEx Arrow. There's like an arrow in the FedEx sign logo. To like represent that they're going forward. <laughs> have you ever seen that? No, but I have seen someone break down a bunch of logos, being like, "Oh, this is why this is this." I can't think of the FedEx logo though. I can just think of orange and purple or something. Between the E and the X, there's an arrow in the negative space. Yeah, I've never seen that. So like when their trucks are going, it's like woo, we're going forward. Never noticed that. That's like hidden. And like, but like it pops out to you now, doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah, but you have to like stop looking at FedEx and just stare at it, and then you don't even see FedEx anymore. Yeah, you just see the arrow. Like like ha- I can only look at one or the other. It's like one of those '90s like optical illusion yeah, things. Yeah, no, it is an optical illusion. I mean, <laughs> that was that was in a glass onion, right? Those kind of things. Yeah. What were, what are those called? I forgot what they're called, but. They used to be everywhere. I used to be see like people used to do them all the time. You know what I'm talking about? They'd be like on like a toaster strudel pack or like something like that. Yeah, and like cla- like in like school, they were given to you in like fifth grade. Yeah, like a bunch of like, you know. Well, like and I guess there was mind, the blind ones too. Mind plus a line and then matter. Yeah. You gotta solve it. Mind over matter. Yeah. Def. And then there'd be like the colorblind ones, and some people would be like, "What do you mean you can't see a six? And yeah. I'd say. What do you mean you can't? You, you got double eyes there. You're seeing things that aren't real. So we doing another Christmas movie next week? Sure, pick. Dang. Dang. If you want to pick Hawkeye, I'm fine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think what it could be. I'm sure there's a great Christmas movie out there. I kind of like the idea of picking a classic. Yeah, I think we more more like a classic, like a low key classic. Ooh, maybe I'll do Eight Crazy Nights. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I watched it a bunch as a kid. I mentioned that at some point. Like I you think did. I might have mentioned that, like when we maybe talked about Christmas, like during Halloween or something. But like, oh, I dude, would... you can watch it for free on YouTube. Hell yeah! Oh, it's it's yeah. We're watching Eight Crazy Nights. Bit. It might be even actually like Hanukkah might be starting like 
Dude, we do it too. This is crazy. It has a twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's not that bad. I remember this movie fondly. Maybe it's gonna like destroy me. Hmm. A crazy nuts. Oh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Is that out now? Oh my gosh. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio comes out tonight. It comes out tonight. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Elden Ring has one game of the year. Yeah, I saw that the Game Awards were tonight. Jesus Christ. What was it up against? Uh, I mean, God of War was the other big one. But, like, I'll, I mean, as someone who doesn't even play games that much, or not, I don't play games that much, but someone that has not played any of those games, like the big games of the year. Stray was in the nominations. The one thing I will say is, like, you can't deny, when you when that game was out, like, you just saw it all over the timeline. Like, people were just posting pictures of it all the time. I think it had the biggest cultural impact. Oh, fuck. Fuck this. All right, Stray won Best Indie, though. Oh fuck that! It should. It didn't and deserve best, best indie. Best debut. What? What would have won? Pokemon. No, that wasn't. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just messing <laughs> with you. I think that probably. I don't think I know another indie game that did better. Multiverses got best fighting game. Splatoon three won best multiplayer. Overcard. Yeah, Stray won two awards. Dope. Stray got nominated for a lot, though. Best Art Direction. Go Stray. Best Game Direction. Game of the Year. Shout out Stray. Need that Stray 2 now. Legend of Zelda won most anticipated game. Really? That Star Wars game looks kind of interesting. I know people really like that first one. What the one with the dude, the kid from Shameless? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was very buggy, but it was pretty buggy. Yeah. Like, like Scarlet level buggy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's a lot like Scarlet. <coughs> uh, just like seeing that 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 sixty frame. Sick, sickening. Yeah, you're just like, oh, jeez. I think part of mine too is I might have sa- <laughs> if I would have gotten the I think the cartridge runs better than the saved on your thing. Really, I could see that. Which I'm like, damn, that's probably true. Mine, mine has crashed. My game crashed twice today. It's crashed two other times before. Do you keep auto save on when you shiny hunt? Uh, I keep auto save on a lot. I'm not brave enough to not auto save. I've already lost a few times. I, I, you know, I, I was telling people this on Discord. I'm like, I grew up in the Game Boy era. Okay, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Losing eight hours of shit. Dude, that used to be beef between, like, me and my parents. Or just, like, me and adults in general. That was just, like, a thing. They'd be like, you gotta tell you, like, Game Boy Time over. Like, turn that off. Yeah. And I'd be like, I, I gotta it's finish saved. this battle so I could save. Yeah. Nope. And they'd be like, nope. And I'd be like, what? How do you not get that? It was so frustrating for me for them to not understand that. Yeah. But, like, now looking back, I'm like, oh, 
they didn't grow up with a Game Boy that they needed to save. Yeah. Like, that didn't cross my mind as a kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, how did they not know about this? They didn't have them. Yeah, now I'm trying to think if I was a parent. It's like, bro, I don't give a fuck if you got to save. Yeah. Like, get up. Dude, we got to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> it also was probably the case that they had, like, told me, like, four times. Yeah. And I, like, just, like, didn't register it. Or, like, yeah. like ah, it's okay. It's and like, you knew we had to leave. But I have a vivid memory of one of my friends being like, yeah, I played for, like, three hours. And then my parents came in and just turned it off. Oh, dude, I've lost so much shit. I've lost, like, a whole day. I've lost, like, eight hours because my batteries died. Dude, I once lent my Sapphire to somebody, and I had, like, beaten the whole game, and... Why'd you lend it to somebody? What could they do with it? <laughs> they just said, they were like, oh, can I just play it and start it, and then I won't save. Like, I'll just keep it going. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to play it where I'm going. And I came back, and they were like, I, like, opened it up, and they are like, oh. They like they like, there's not multiple save files? Or, like, they were like, my bad. And I was like, my Pokemon. I've just been, like, erased. I was heartbroken. Yeah. I had another time that I had an emerald and I had two Pokemon left to complete the Pokedex. And when you complete the Pokedex and Emerald, you got one of the Johto starters. So I was like so close to getting my Johto starter. Because, like, you know, in those games, like, you didn't have Wonder Trade or anything. Yeah. So like it would have been a big deal. And my brother left it on top of, uh, like, the DS with his game and my emerald in it. He left it on top of, like, our van, and, like, I guess we drove off and never realized it. Damn. I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I was a kid, and I had red and blue, probably, both at some point. I had a yellow at some point. I had a crystal at some point, and a gold or a silver, one of them. Like, I'm like, what the fuck happened to my shit? Like, I didn't sell, you know, I didn't trade-in games back then, you know? Like, I don't even remember whatever happened to any of my shit. I like, all these people talk about how, like, you know, I, I see, like, a couple YouTubers, like, oh, I would never, you know, I've had all these since, like, this is my first one right here, and this is, you know, and it's like, damn, like, I still y'all lucky. I still got mine. Crazy. The one thing I don't have is my Pokemon Yellow, and I have a theory on what happened to it, but it's unfounded. Someone and stole it? I don't know, like, I lost it, right? But, like, I have a vivid Someone memory... Of maybe like losing it when my mom's friend was watching me, and like it was a family friend, and they had kids my age, and I was really obsessed with Pokemon, so I could easily see it being the case that when I was like staying with them for like a day or two, and I wasn't listening to her, that she like took it, being like kind of a helicopter parent, and then like told my mom I lost it, and I just never got it back. Damn, crazy. Heartbreaking. It won't be me. It won't be me as a parent. I'll be like, let's connect. I'm 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 on. I got a shiny for you. Yeah. I'd be hyped. Yeah, it'd be dope. It'd be dope to have a kid playing Switch with him right now. My little cousins I think are gonna get it for Christmas. I'm gonna try to grind out to get a shiny for them. But I might have to get one for them each. It's easy. You I know, know I almost got a box full of shinies. That's crazy to me. But also awesome. I'm going to get there. I just got to grind a little more. I got back into my music grind. I was like, I've been playing too much Pokemon. Yeah. But I also love playing Pokemon. Well, all right. We talked about Pokemon too much. Sorry, 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 it's sorry. It's a three-hour pod. Oh, no, my no. God. Is it really? Yeah. I thought it was one. No. Should we rate this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving it a five. A five? Yeah. Damn. 
It's a high or low? That's pretty low. You didn't say anything bad about it. Six. Six. <laughs> six. I feel called out six. You didn't. I'm just saying you didn't say anything bad about it. Well, I complained about like them putting the children in soli- solitary confinement. Yeah. Things like that. But. Yeah. Yeah, six is a good. Um, six is a good. I'd probably give it a five or a six. <laughs> <laughs> I complained about it. <laughs> I was w- putting some complaints in there. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Christmas week, round one, done. Round two coming up next week. I'm going to watch the Ted Lasso Christmas special so we can talk about it. Okay. Since you're watching TL. Yeah. I just did the Christmas special. Put the TL on the TL. So what? We only got... We do have one more Christmas episode. Well, it would premiere the day after Christmas. That's fine. Maybe we'd record on the 22nd. I'm good with that. So we got... What should we, we should we should mutually agree on the last Christmas pick? Is there like a classic you haven't seen in a lot of years? Like It's a Wonderful Life or like I just did It's a Wonderful Life like you um, know a year or two ago with my grandma and that was dope. I'd never seen it before actually. What about uh Let's do Santa Claus? Yeah, let's do the Santa Claus. That is an old the classic original? I haven't seen. Yeah, the OG. I might even watch the I'll watch the TV series too. Fuck no, I'm not. Um, I'm deep. I'm deep into Christmas. No, watch Chucky because the Chucky <laughs> season two <laughs> ends with a Christmas episode. I will watch it. Chucky Christmas is amazing. Chucky one is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Child's Play one. Mm-hmm. Low key. Man, do you remember when everyone was going on like the like the the weird trending meme of is it cake or real? <laughs> he looks so festive. <laughs> yeah, Chucky with a Santa hat is awesome. What are you talking about? The cake. Yeah, I just remember that time during COVID when like that 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 was like a thing. What was people it? were like making food that was like cake. Oh yeah, yeah. Like hyper realistic yeah, things, yeah. and they would be like slicing it and be like, "It's cake." Yeah. Oh, that was one of the faces I'll remember dearly. It's a whole TV show now, I think. Yeah. Well, anyways, everyone, thank you for listening. You can follow us at movieclub.com. Um, next week we might be replaced by AI. What do you um, mean by that? But hopefully not. Gonna have him type out a movie club script? I think we could, like, honestly do a combination of, like, giving our voice, like, putting all of the, our movie club hours. If you want to put together an AI segment, we can do that. Where it's just us deep faked? No, where it's like, if you find, like, a third, if you can get a third script... You say like it'd be our other host? Yeah. What wow. if we type out? Is there still that thing you can type out? Like, you know, like the mic- old Microsoft voice where you could just type anything into it and it'd be like, Oh, yeah. You are now entering a <laughs> movie club podcast. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, guys. Yeah, we could take it and put it into like the voice chatter thing. The speech dictation. Yeah, if you want to make a little segment, we could we could whip that up. 
Dang, maybe that's what we do to ask it about like the movie. Maybe we get an AI to determine who which movie is better in our. That could be that. We could do that, or we could have it. Uh, we could just say, "What's the plot to uh, like? What's the synopsis of this movie?" <laughs> and it could. <laughs> what's the fake synopsis? <laughs> the movie club bot. Movie club bot. What's the <laughs> what's yeah, the synopsis yeah, of this actually, movie? Right. Now I support AI. We can make. We can have uh-huh. movie club bot. I'm down for that. <laughs> wow. That's funny. We'll name him Eltonium. Eltonium, the movie club writer. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for listening. Yep. I, already, I already said the dot com thing. Yeah, yeah, you're done with that. It's over. Ixnay. Yeah, Ixnay on the Christmas nay. Yeah. But, yep. Thank you all for listening. Thank, thank you, you Stevie, of for being here. Uh, thank you, Elton, for joining us. And for attacking that cricket earlier. Yeah. You killed it. Yeah. Or somewhere else now. And we hope you guys have a good holiday season. And we'll be back with more holiday joy. Hopefully this is the album's good. Yeah, it'll it'll be good. It'll be you good. You saw that back cover. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> She's getting it out the mud. Getting it out the mud. <laughs> All right. Peace. Goodbye. <laughs>